2: Coming up on TMS, the tramp stamp generation. Rock, paper, scissors, gold, ceramic. Facing mortality at the dentist. In case
3: of Van... Don't break glass. Accidentally racist bones. Method hurling. Experts in all things fecal. Get a singer for a song. Gold is
2: the new gold standard.
3: It's-a me, a Legolas.
2: I'm fine pooping in a box.
3: Two cats enter,
2: one cat leaves. A tattooism.
3: Elf violations.
2: Some of my best friends are dogs.
3: Fingering hems with Bill, not Bill's birthday with Bobby, and more on this episode of The Morning Stream.
2: I guess you're the pilot who took the job. We have been seeing unusual activity in this asteroid field for a while. And
3: identified scout ships patrolling the area. We want you to take care of them.
4: It looks
0: like people. D- D-
2: the morning stream. You know something, amigo? When you go down, it's going to be over a skirt. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to TMS. It's uh, Tuesday, February 28th, 2023. <laughs> I had to think for a second. Uh, last day of the month, man. 28th, Ryan. Right.
3: Woo! Not always, but uh, this year just happens to be the last day of the month.
2: Yep. What are you going to do to celebrate the final day, the waning moments of uh, February 2023? What are
3: you I'm do? going to uh, take care of a little freelance, some yep. some work on uh, a bed bug website and a soap, <laughs> a soap advertisement. Okay. And uh, and then I'm probably going to go uh, drive people around for Lyft.
2: Ah, well, there you go. Then see, yeah. look,
3: and and get the car ready for something that we'll talk about later in the show.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We well, definitely are going to talk about. About that I'm so curious about it. That's why I'm glad you're oh, guinea pigging yeah. it because I'm I, I want to know how it goes. Kind of so
3: guinea pigging it.
2: <laughs> if, if it comes back with like vomit in the back seat and a dead guy in the trunk, then we'll know what mm-hmm. the Yep, thing.
3: Then uh, there goes their their security deposit.
2: Yep. Oh yeah.
3: That's it. Yeah.
2: Well, speaking of security, many of us have mothers. You know, we were born with a mother.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And yeah. uh I decided, or didn't decide, we had a bunch of plans to do. uh We had a, a, a barrage of family things this weekend. One of them was, uh, we had to, or we were, uh, I say had to, we really liked doing it, so there's no have to, but we watched Van, <laughs> and we had him overnight, and we took him to the aquarium and just had a blast. Kids, oh, kid's nice. are freaking riot, man. Have yourself a four-year-old. They're so much fun. Anyway,
3: so that's yeah, all going you on. You've start younger than that, though, unfortunately. You can't just have the four-year-old. No, no.
2: It. Well, I mean, you can if you adopt at the exact right time. Oh, that's but, true.
3: Yeah, good point.
2: Yeah. Sometimes those kids come with kennel cough and ear infections, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Anyway, well, that's
3: a callback to the pre-show. Become a Patreon, and you'll know what we're talking about. That's
2: right. Get in there and have a listen. Anyway, so uh, a part of this was we were going to take him and uh, spend a bunch of time with my mom on Sunday. So we did. Went out there around noon and a uh, little worried because, you know, he's four. He wants to play. He wants to run around. And my mom's house at this stage of her life is just all very ornate and perfectly placed and a lot of glass things. And, like, Mm -hmm. stuff that looks like it'll break if you freaking look at it wrong, that kind of thing. But we were okay in that regard. Uh, We're having a big conversation. Van's sitting in Kim's lap, chilling out. And we were talking about tattoos. Because people in their 80s and 90s just cannot fathom them. They just can't sure. understand them. They don't know. I mean,
3: even even our age, it took a little bit of adjustment because when you and I were kids, it was like, oh, yeah, Popeye has a tattoo. And people who were in the armed services usually had tattoos and bikers had them. But that was about it. That was and kind
2: then, of it. Then the NBA we, had them and, you know, we sort of got used yeah, to it. Yeah,
3: we, we, we adapted Fairly quickly, but it's the previous generation that's had a hard time.
2: You and I are the crossover, I think. For we for are, the tattoos. I think, yeah, we're the yeah. we're
3: the middle of the gradation,
2: and which is <laughs> which is kind of funny because we're both kind of hesitant. We're both willing to do something meaningful if we ever get one, yes, yes. But we're kind of hesitant, we're... not really in a hurry, you know. Oh
3: my God, you've kind of nailed it, right? The generation before us, for the most part, got tattoo got tattoos if they had to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the generation after ours just gets tattoos because they like something right now
2: yeah it's like that video i think i talked about on the show with a guy (laughs) he's doing all the generations and he's and he starts with um how did he do it he starts with z's like gen z's and they see a gay character in a tv show and the gen z's just kind of look at it okay Mm -hmm. nothing they don't have any reaction it's just normal to them sure sure the the millennials see it and they go Yes, all right, you go. That's yeah, woo. <laughs> right, like that. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Gen Xers go He's gay. <laughs> right, we kind of laugh at it. Because we're giggling, yeah. we're like a little embarrassed or whatever. And then the boomers are like, ah, turn the channel. This is some. I bullshit. was just like
3: the boomers like, Well, guess I'm done watching that yeah, show. <laughs> that's the end of that
2: one. i am be boycotting that show. So it, it it's a little like that, I think, with uh, with some of this. Um yeah. So tattoos. Let's talk about tattoos and racism in the same conversation. Here sure, sure, I guess. My mother is, well, okay, first of all, John, old man John's over there saying, I don't understand. I mean, why would you? It's a permanent thing. And if you want it off, you got to use a laser. And it hurts like hell. And I said, well, John, uh, that is getting it off. So you're not, you can remove them. Well, yeah, but why would you? There's so much pain. I said, I'm, you know, I'm kind of with you. I don't really want one, but I don't think you need to throw an entire couple generations under the bus because they've embraced this <laughs> this body art business. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Right. So he's just kind of cranky about it. And yeah. my mom pipes up, and she goes she goes, "The only part I think is weird cuz when I really started to see a lot of tattoos, my mom says, was in the, in the National Basketball Association. <laughs> There're always like a lot of tattoos on players and you always knew who or she goes. If there was one player without tattoos, it was almost like he was the different one now. And I'm like, okay, did yeah, she, you're
3: right. Did she really call it the National Basketball Association? She
2: called it the NBA, but I'm you know, okay, I'm probably oh, darn. Excited. I was
3: really hoping that, that <laughs> I refuse to call it the NBA.
2: <laughs> I kind of wish she would have as well. But anyway, so she's going on and 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 then she says, those ones where they get them from like their wrist all the way up to their arm. I said, yeah, they call that a sleeve, mom. And she goes, yeah, the sleeve, when they do that, it's so interesting and so intricate, and everyone's got a million little stories about it, but I don't think it works as well on the Blacks. (laughs) And I said, the Blacks? what <laughs> she goes she goes yeah it just makes it darker it makes it seem like you can't see it very well because they're already you know how they're already dark She's like, as yeah, if it's a question geez, yeah. i'm like yeah. yes mom i know how black people are already darker than me the whitest man on the planet right right And she just kept going on about this you know the blacks the blacks and i thought there's not. My mom does not have a racist bone in her body, but she right. has many yeah. bones that are accidentally and of her generation racist. Do you know what I mean? Yes, like just yes. these weird little uh-huh. comments that are funky and out of place, and just sort of like the the blacks. Uh. Like mom, say black people, say <laughs> yeah. people of color. Say say it, it doesn't
3: work as well with people with darker skin, or you know, it's harder to see the the. The tattoos, it's oh, geez. Yeah. I mean, wow. she's, she's,
2: you know, again, sweetest lady. She'd never, she never yeah. had anything bad to say about anybody ever of any color, race, creed, or anything. It's of just, course, of it's course. It's not her of thing. Course. But in her trying to explain this at age 82, it's just all that could come out, you know? And I'm, I'm kind of half laughing, half holding it in. And, and, uh, and that was, that was a lot of fun. So anyway, I guess what I'm saying is talk to your old parents or grandparents and hear them say cringy things and then, and then tell them about, tell the rest of the world about it on a morning radio show. How about that?
3: <laughs> there you go. Okay. <laughs> Do that. <laughs> nothing, nothing like just that. We'll keep this between us. Just we'll keep this in the family. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly. Ah! Uh, so also yesterday, you may have noticed yesterday, I'm sure those listening noticed, that we didn't have a show yesterday. And there was a reason oh, we didn't have a show. you
3: know, you're right. Now that you say that, now I just realized we didn't have one yesterday.
2: That's right. I had to go in for a procedure for my yes. tooth, my crown that had shattered and flown off in five directions uh we decided so here's what we decided we decided that there was there were a few choices on the table pull it out entirely and like who cares let me be a redneck in the back who cares right Mm -hmm. sure no offense to rednecks without teeth Okay.
3: (laughs) business in the front redneck in the back there you go there
2: you go and i thought no big deal what is that like 200 bucks you know dental stuff's expensive anything more than that the other option was just straight up replace it with another uh, ceramic based, you know, uh, crown. Mm-hmm. And third option was maybe go for the gold, you know.
3: Mm, yeah, like an actual gold tooth, like. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, (laughs) ye, or yay. Yay, or yeezus, whatever he's calling himself this week. I was going to say yeezus, but I think he's just yay now, right? Just yay. Is he just yay? Okay. I think he's just yay.
2: Or is he Heil Heil Hitler now, I think? Well, he's
3: very much that, yes.
2: Anyway, so I got one above it that's gold that I've had since I was 19. So in my mind, part of the problem is that the gold one is the quote-unquote gold standard, and every time it bites down, it wins the fight that's why mm-hmm. this one breaks is my is uh, my theory gotcha. yeah and he says Two teeth
3: enter one teeth leaves he says you,
2: leaves. he says you could do that but here's what I recommend uh I recommend ceramic for the price and for the look I'm like mm-hmm. I don't care anymore how it looks I really don't care I'm not trying to impress anybody with my yeah, face yeah
3: hey, check anyway. out. did you tell which of my teeth are ceramic
2: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah no kidding the problem is gold is like high right now the cost of yeah. gold or the yeah. the investments and all that stuff is way high i guess gold futures or whatever they call it mm-hmm. and so uh what would normally be let's say a $1000 crown currently is like 3 grand and that could go down but that's where it's at today to buy mm-hmm. to get that much gold mm-hmm. and uh he says here's here's an option you haven't considered so fourth option now on the table okay he says you get the cr- the ceramic crown Mm-hmm. But underneath it, we put this fancy new space age freaking <sighs> cement that has never been stronger than the history of time.
3: Oh, gosh. Wow.
2: Okay. And I said, well, what's the price for that? And so of all of the options,
4: mm-hmm.
2: the, the cheapest was pull the tooth. I'm out 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. This option right. was about five, 600. Okay. And the other two were up in the thousands. And yeah, so, and it feels like yeah. it
3: feels like that would be the way to go. If if it's, you know, the back teeth, I've got a a missing tooth here on the front, not the front, but on the side yeah. that's not one that I chew with. The dentist says, you know, you can you, that's pretty much hidden by your smile unless you do like a big old toothy grin and even then, you know, <laughs> it's not super noticeable. Plus, it's not one of the ones you eat with, so up to you if you want to replace it or not. Right. I like it cuz it's a, it's a place for me to Put my gum when I'm eating an Outback Steakhouse, mm. but uh
2: stick it in there. And the
3: just... yeah, just jamming in there now. I've yep. got my fresh peppermint after I finish my steak. <laughs> um, Ew. The uh, <laughs> like a lot of people. I'm hoping I get more ewes than just genie. Ew. But uh, uh, but with yours, that's you know that's an important location. That's your that's a chewing tooth. It is a chewing and, tooth. Yeah. And the weird and the weird thing with that, the, them recommending an all ceramic tooth. It can only make me think of one thing. Okay, if I've got a gold hammer and I hit a ceramic vase, uh-huh. that ceramic vase is going to shatter like you know instantly.
2: That's exactly so, right. That's exactly what I said. Or fact, I didn't use that example, but I'm like, isn't that the problem? Gold beats. It's just a it's a rock paper scissors thing. Gold beats yeah. ceramic.
3: Yeah, right. Exactly. I, I think yes. You know, I don't and know he what says the, the hand sim, uh, symbols are for those, but uh, he
2: says that's true. But um, this is like. I guess the stuff they use for teeth now, it's not like simply ceramic. It's like really mm-hmm. dense and it is okay. tough stuff. So m- usually when this thing gives me trouble, like every couple of years, mm-hmm. it's that the whole thing came off. Not that mm-hmm. it shatters. This last one was a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. So he thinks that uh, gold's not a soft metal. It's a pliable metal chat room. It's a little bit different. I mean, it's soft, yes, compared to other metals. It's, I mean, it it's is not, considered
3: a soft metal. But it, if I, again, okay, let's say not a hammer. Let's say I take my wedding ring, my gold wedding ring. Yeah. Not this black titanium bullshit I'm wearing. No, but, forget that. Uh, my gold ring, and I hit my hand against a ceramic vase. Still going to shatter. Yeah. Still going to break, probably.
2: Still going down, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So so you're. I think you're right. I think I was right. And he agreed. But he says, I think this is the perfect mix of price and durability. Let's oh. go this middle route. Now- Turns out what that means is, I got there at nine a.m. Uh, no, is it nine thirty? Whatever it was, mm-hmm. four hours in that chair, Jesus. and I got to get triple numbed because I'm my my fat head is slow to numb. So no matter where you mm-hmm. put the needle, it's like, how are you feeling? <sighs> it's still not doing anything. Okay, we'll come oh, back in that twenty is minutes. The worst. I hate it. And then when he finally goes in, bleh. <laughs> and it hurt like it was like whoa wait a minute that freaking hurts mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. goes alright that's what I thought takes out the needle again goes deeper burp, 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 moving my cheek around hurts like hell hit the hit that mm. little nerve that shoots a thing through your eye and your yes. tongue and everything Yes, he goes alright I think I got it then that's another 20-30 minutes of letting it settle then he came back then they do all the work they do the 3D scan they're in there doing their little 3D machine thing they do and then he's got to mill the thing and wait for that and then, ba 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 ba. Four
3: hours in that chair. Oh, my God. Did, could you at least watch uh, The Return of the King? Or uh- <laughs> That's
2: what I should have done is watch like an extended edition of something. And I didn't. I yeah. watched a bunch yeah. of Futurama cartoons. Yeah, you just watched cartoons. Lord of the
3: Rings, so that wouldn't have worked. But, um-
2: <laughs> Although, I don't know. Maybe that would have been better than a bunch of cartoons that are normally funny to me and i laugh but i can't laugh i'm in the freaking dental chair oh
3: god yeah nothing's yeah, don't funny think you in want there. to do comedy yeah and then the first side one- would have been a good choice because you're trapped there you don't have your ipad in your lap. you can read the uh you can read the subtitles yeah man and the worst here's the
2: worst part the girl this yeah. assistant uh, yeah. dental assistant i guess was what you called him the girl I <laughs> sound like some, somebody's old uncle yeah, is, that, is this your new girl, girl? Yeah. yeah, I like your new girl a lot anyway. bring the girl in to hose out my mouth <laughs> so she's in there and and we're talking and and she goes so how long have you uh, how long have you been with Dr. Matthews I said oh I've been here since early since he first established and it was like two offices ago and we, we really like it here it's why we keep coming back even though it's kind of a, a drive you know to get here now and because we moved and all that she goes, oh, um, what year? And I said, oh, it was, I think it was 04. My, uh, the reason I remember that is my son is, was exactly three or four years old when he first came here. Uh huh. And I go, now he's 23. And she goes, 04. Oh, I was only 18 months old then. <laughs> and I went, shit! Uh, that's funny. An 18-month-old was here when
3: I first came and got dental work done, and now you're... Well, she wasn't there. She wasn't working at the dentist's office at 18 months. No, ago. no, no, no. She wasn't there.
2: <laughs> they had her at front desk then. She, you know, didn't right, know how to right. hold the instruments or anything. But-
3: and how do you spell that again? People, gaga, gaga, My diaper's
2: It's a little full. more than
3: a year and a half, but
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they it just, I don't know, I felt like I had faced my immortality yesterday in a way i wasn't prepared to so that was a little <laughs> bit weird but anyway i guess what i'm saying is dennis uh oh. I, I love my dentist i hate going to him he does a good job it doesn't matter i just don't want to go and i always yeah. spend money there and it freaking sucks and then i'm starving when i leave i half my face is all frozen up in a big glob and you know i was numb till 9 p.m last night or not totally oh. numb but just like sensation still Jeez. and cold drinks were hot on one side of my tongue and cold on the other.
3: Oh, wow. So your face was like a
2: McDLT box. Kind of, yeah. I expected the the George Costanza with a little more hair to be singing outside of me. (laughs) That's a deep cut, guys. Nicely
3: done. Wow. Very deep cut, but a beautiful one. Go search
2: Uh, uh, Jason Alexander McDonald's commercial, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, Wow. All right, Brian, I have a test for you. I meant Ooh, to do this okay, the other like day, but you you got busy and we I just never did it. So oh, I'm to this do it. was
3: the thing. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. you texted me and I didn't get the text because I took a nap. Yeah, and that's it was <laughs> well, the right thing for you to do.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Plus, you had a busy night the night before, so it's all good.
3: So yeah, I wanna just, let's just call it a hangover. Let's just say let's just <laughs> let's just call it like it
2: is. I'm gonna put a story, a, a segment of a story up on screen for the chat and also in our Discord for you.
3: Okay. All right.
2: And I want you to read that uh you don't have to read it out loud but just okay. read through it in your head uh all, some of it all of it whatever you want and kind of gauge how f- quickly you you consumed it all right just Okay
3: roughly oh, was okay. it Okay so I have not looked at it yet um I will do my timer on my watch okay and just well, that's a
2: great idea. idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. It's kind of a sad story but that's not not the point. Oh, I just well, grabbed some we'll random text break. off a Yahoo article Oops. and
3: That's a countdown timer for my damn stretches all right. Ready? I'm hitting yep. the start button, and I'm going to scan this. All right. All right.
2: Here we go. So he's scanning. He's reading. It's probably annoying for me to talk while really? he's doing
3: it. <laughs> really? <annoying. laughs> Taking my headphones
2: off. <laughs> All right. So he's getting through it, everybody. And you see, you're seeing it at home. Now, people listening at home on audio only, obviously, you're not seeing this. But it's just a section of an article from a – it doesn't really matter – what the content is all right all right so I you feel like i've you feel like you I got feel it like i've
3: got the article took i spent um a 32 seconds
2: now i'm going to put something else in discord okay all right and it's the same exact stuff but i would like you to scan it uh-huh and tell me whether you read that any faster uh, or slower
3: i like this stuff i really do yeah this yeah. is cool
2: stuff so see if you read that any faster Right. Oh yeah, you take, take your, your headphones off, top. yeah. To go throw up. Yep. Alright, so he's doing it, he's reading it. And for those home listening, uh the letters or the words all have a couple, two, three, sometimes one bold letter.
3: Way faster, and I feel like I See, the first time I did read it, like I was thinking you are going to ask me questions about it. Like, how old oh. was the student? <laughs> how tall was the student? But, um, yeah, I should
2: have I should have uh, specified you had to worry about any of that. But.
3: Yeah, no. Is this is this something? Is this an Evelyn Wood uh, technique or is this? So, uh,
2: so this is that that um, it's called bionic reading, and I'd never oh, heard of it oh. until like the other day somebody had pointed it out on Twitter, and it actually freaking blew my mind because mm-hmm. it gave me a block of text that. I went I ripped through without even thinking it. It was so fast. It was like speed reading, which I've never done. Yeah. And um, and then I would go back and look at the stuff that wasn't that, and it's a slower go for me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: They they use it. Okay, supposedly, this is this is me speaking completely out of experience. I don't know how true this is or what the deal is. So maybe somebody out there can write in. Wendy may be able to speak to it this weekend. But supposedly this is a test for those who might be kind of teetering on the edge of some level of ADHD. Mm -hmm. Like Mm. if you got kind of an ADHD thing going on and your brain wanders while you read or tries to jump ahead uh, or tries to think ahead, you can get a little stumbly and it'll show you, slow you down. And that this is this way, I forget why it it works, but by bolding those things, it's like your brain says, oh, no, I know where this is going. I'll finish it before you finish the word.
3: It's kind of like um if you've got like let's say you're you're going down a path, yeah, and you kind of you know kind of uh, sp- sp- spryly hop down the path, right, but then let's say you're you've got a bunch of logs mm. or a bunch of um uh, circular stones, okay. and you can only step on the circular stones, you're kind of taking bigger strides and going down circular stones a little faster because. Those, your, your mind's filling in the rest of the stuff. Oh, I like there. that physical comparison. That's actually pretty Thank good. You. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate I enjoy uh, giving you an analogy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually, it's a good one. It feels right to me. So, so like yeah. I, I don't know what it means for me, except I went and found um, a, a browser add-on, a browser plug mm-hmm. that lets me on any page on the no. Internet, I just hit this button. It's called con- what's it called? Uh, so people can get it. It's called Bionic Reader, and you can get it for any Chromium browsers. I think if Firefox has it. You can get it on anything. I don't think you can get it on uh, Safari. i do not. I could be wrong. It might be there.
3: I'm looking it up right now. Safari's weird
2: on. with how they do their stuff. Yeah, I'm I both love Safari. it and hate it. Oh, I love it I love how Safari saves resources by doing this because it's the fastest browser on the planet. So it's so fast. Mm-hmm. But I, mm-hmm. but it's such a pain in the ass to do any kind of browser plugins. Yeah, it is. But anyway, uh,
3: yeah, actually there is. Um, it's called OutRead Speed Reading, and it does that bionic reading thing. I'm trying ah, to see where it, nice. Oh, it's customizable. Um, does it
2: let you just scan yeah. a page and convert it? Kind of.
3: I'll, uh, I'll have to try it. There's uh, there's in-app purchases, which to me means you can use it for free for seven <laughs> days, and then you're gonna have to pay for it. <laughs> Well, I kind of yeah. hope. I don't know yeah, if this is exactly. Yeah. I don't know if $29. this is twenty nine ninety nine a year.
2: Oh really? They want a yearly for it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. This other one's free. Well, anyway, the uh, I don't. I, I haven't found anything that'll do this yet, but I kind of want a Kindle plugin or a freaking mm-hmm. something like that, just to see how a book reads. Because to me, I mean, I'm not kidding when I say this. Night and day for me. Like,
3: yeah, that's a huge difference. Huge.
2: And I think it's probably going to vary for people. Some people in our chat were like, nope, doesn't do a thing for me. Some people on Twitter told me it slowed them down. Yeah. So I think it's just all about how neurodivergent you are from whatever the the, the midline is and, and, and it, whether it helps you or not. It kind of depends on where you land there, but... Well, well maybe you know, Kendall we were just have talking have a minute
3: know. ago about uh, Parasite and subtitles. How cool would it be if you could put, make your subtitles, your movie subtitles?
2: Oh, hell uh, yeah. I bet I could get through. In fact, I'd probably be like irritated they're taking so long to say the next sentence. You I know was going mean? to say,
3: you could read the line and then look up and see the person <laughs> actually say it. <laughs>
2: yeah. But I, I don't know. It's just, it, to me, it was a revelation to others. I'm sure they've heard of this, but I'd never heard of this, and it blew my effing mind. Really, slick. I wish it worked with uh, it doesn't work with docs. This plugin doesn't work with docs or anything like uh, Google Docs. I wish it did because I don't know. Oh, cool okay. notes, oh
3: gosh, yeah, they maybe uh, maybe soon, maybe soon. I was Who gonna knows? say, it almost looks like um like the first syllable, but in a lot of things like... Because uh, assault is sp- split at the thing. Felony, facing. But yeah. then you get to charges and it's just cha- urges yeah. instead of charges.
2: I think it depends. So there is some science to it where they... they depending on total number of syllables and also mm-hmm. the shortness or length of the word. Longer the word, the more bolds. Shorter, mm-hmm. obviously less. So like the word new is just going to have N.
3: Yeah, and uh, but video so after has the first two letters video same same number of characters has only the v oh just the v weird it looks like it maybe it's
2: yeah bad. so maybe there's some there's probably some method to the madness there i don't i don't know what it yeah. is but um it's I, I just i don't know what i freaking i'm a middle aged ass old man and i and i feel like i found a thing that probably existed for years and i didn't know about it it's just rad yeah Anyway.
3: No, that's cool. I, I i want uh I want this in in more places in my life where it's easy to, easy to use and not and nothing I have to pay for. Like, uh, here's what I can see, uh, I get that uh, that Safari plugin. I plunk down, you know, maybe ten bucks or something for half a year, and then Safari announces in their next version, uh, <laughs> now includes Bionic Reading as an option in yeah. reader view.
2: Yeah, it does feel like a thing that may be coming in that regard. I don't know, because it's I not like read. a. It, 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 I guess it's an accessibility feature. Sort of, mm-hmm.
3: right? Yeah, kind of. Just didn't I mean, know you
2: didn't know you needed it, <laughs> kind yeah,
3: of. Yeah, ADHD. I mean, if it's you know if it's helping with ADHD, and I've and I've trained myself really well on developing some good ADHD skills. Like yeah. I can start <laughs> playing a Marvel Snap game and then decide I need to go look for probe and Astroneer, and before I know it, game's over because I forfeited because I completely got distracted while I was playing Marvel Snap.
2: It's because we. I think in a lot of ways we both want to do all the stuff at once. We we do. I I think we're a lot alike you know, that way.
3: Yeah. I used to be such a good multitasker and I knew when to say uh, you're carrying three things in your hands already, Brian. You're not going to be able to open the door to put anything away. Yeah. But that's kind of what I'm doing now, right? Yeah. It's like oh, I need to put this away and this away and this away and then I get to the place to put them away. It's like, well, my hands are completely full. I can't <laughs> open the door to put anything away. So what? how much time did I really say?
2: Exactly. And I want to say this. For those out there suffering from, like, severe ADHD, uh, maybe you're on medication or in therapy for it and stuff, I am not, Mm -hmm. this is not making light of that or saying, oh, look at us over here. We're also, we also, and we're not saying that, okay? We're just saying, we're just saying this weird thing helps us. That's it. That's all I'm saying. I bet I
3: could, I bet I could be, you know, clinically documented with with a form of ADHD right now. I
2: know. I'm actually kind of afraid to, like, go in and have someone ask. Yeah. Because I think they're going to come back with something. I feel like well, it.
3: Well, on the way to the doctor, I'd see a Chipotle and I'd get distracted and go have some chips and salsa.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm supposed to go to the ADHD doctor. Shit. Oh,
3: shoot. I had a play, but that's right. Yes.
2: Oh, that's funny. Uh, all right. There you go. That's our uh, test. I'm to
3: give a couple of uh, movie plugs, Scott. So, uh, normally, these would be things I'd throw in recommendals, but they're not available for streaming, quote unquote, for free on the services you pay for. Sure. You have to pay for them on the services you pay for. Yeah. Uh, but we rented uh, two Oscar films, because, you know, Oscar's two weeks away. We're getting we're getting close. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty, Scott.
2: Yeah, always. Love it.
3: And we have three Best Picture nominees to still watch, but we took care of two of them this weekend. We watched The Fablemans, which I really want to call Meet the Fablemans. I just really want it to be Meet the Fablemans. I
2: kind of do, too. Every time I hear that name, it does want to come out. But.
3: Yeah. Uh, fantastic. Um, Michelle Williams, absolutely deserving of her best actress nomination. She is spectacular. Uh, Paul Dano, always great. So
2: always weird as hell, always
3: weird. And always less weird in this. Like he's more of a, just your nerdy dad kind of thing. He's almost like a, uh, um, a George McFly that you actually would want to be around. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, I understand that, and this is supposed to be apocryphal a little bit, but based on Spielberg's growing up, right? Like,
3: yeah, I could definitely see that. Here, here are the two big surprises for me. Small surprise: Seth Rogen, fantastic, and he and he barely does any Seth Rogenisms. Really. He's like, yeah.
2: He's, he doesn't go, uh, 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 or anything? And
3: there's one, you get one point where he kind of laughs like that. Yeah, you could do, uh, yeah, you're going to do this. He uh, uh, does this like <laughs> gasp laugh thing. All right. Um, here's the huge surprise. Freaking David Lynch turning out, I think, the, the whole performance of the movie. And I won't say who he's playing. David
2: Lynch, the director?
3: David Lynch, the director. What the and frick? He, he's, and he's fantastic. It's okay. the best. One of the, one of my favorite scenes of the whole film. I wouldn't I really have guessed did. he was in that. All right, that's yeah. good to know. Uh, second recommendation: Triangle of Sadness. Uh, both of these, by the way, available for rent on all your various platforms: your Amazons, your Apple TVs, your whatever's for for five dollars or less. Triangle of Sadness. Now, as you remember, Scott, this is the movie that the <laughs> uh, the trailer thumbnail yeah. is the woman throwing up. A freeze frame of a woman throwing up.
2: Yep, looks like gold or something. It looks like gold. It's yeah. it
3: it is just well. It's just well shot. It's just beautifully lit. Uh, um, yeah. This movie, I think, it, like I can't think of a better combination than this. This movie is a combination of White Lotus meets The Menu, meets. Uh, oh, I had a third one in this. What was it going to be? Oh, um, uh, don't look up.
2: Oh wow. Okay, but interesting. primarily
3: those. Primarily those first two, yeah, yeah. The middle, I wouldn't even say the middle, but there's well, yeah, the middle 15 minutes, which contains the scene that is uh, that is showcased on that uh, um that freeze frame. Yeah, uh, is is some of the most hilariously disgusting movie magic <laughs> that I've ever seen. Yeah, and I kind of feel I need to. I kind of want to look up and see if somehow the director got these people to really throw up because you know how you can there's movie throw up where it's like all right well that character clearly has something in his mouth and he's just going blah. yeah 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 and then there's the other kind that's of the like the SNL style throw up which is they've got a you know you only see them from the side they <laughs> right. got a hose yeah. and they just open their mouth and like a whole stream of vomit comes out yeah <laughs> this one doesn't seem to have either of those techniques because one one person you clearly see throw up Looks like their mouth their mouth is wide open, everything's falling out, and then they heave up more. <laughs> oh man. Maybe they did. Like, I don't know. Maybe they did. I have no idea. Sorry if you're sorry if you're having breakfast right now. Yeah. However, so so that said, um the movie before that scene and the movie after that scene are almost two completely different movies. And they are and they're it's so, so good. We loved it. Not All right. not uh I still think Banshee's Vince Sharon is my personal pick to win. We haven't seen women talking, um, which is the last one in the, in the list that we need to see. It's not streaming, not renting, but I think we can still go to the theaters and, and, uh, and see it,
2: but, and you'll see that um, before you're done. Right.
3: Oh, we'll definitely see it. Even if we, you know, we'll go to the theater and see it because we don't have, uh, um, we don't have a, a problem. We don't have, we don't have horrible theaters. near us. We just have the occasional horrible person that sits next to us. But, supposedly
2: a brand new uh, theater just opened for me uh, just north or just south of me that's supposed to be really nice so kim and i are oh, actually good. gonna check it out yeah
3: what Funny. um is it independent or what uh i think it's uh regal who, or who are the ones with the cat
2: the dancing cinemark cat. It's cinemark yeah i think it's cinemark cinemark okay. it's fine you know yeah cinemark's it's good brand new it's supposed to be real clean run nicely It've got to be better than what we went to last time. So,
3: God, I would think uh, it'd be hard not to. It'd be hard to be worse. Oh, I found <laughs> the
2: a, sounds of it. This is crazy. I found a clip from that Triangle movie. Um, let's let's hear it real quick. Oh, weird. Yeah, that's that's a, that right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I
3: remember that scene.
2: Yeah, yeah that was a big one, right?
3: Why does it say? Oh, I'm sci-fi. Says I can rent women talking. Can, is that it, it's twenty bucks probably right now? Right. Oh, you can
2: now. have you can rent a woman and have her do whatever you want. Talk is fine. <laughs>
3: oh, you mean the movie? Oh. Whoa. Oh. Well done, sir. Well, I, well please. I get
2: it now. Uh, all right. Yeah, you should rent cool. that then. Tell us what you think of that. I like maybe, I like these I uh, these updates on the oh, Oscar. Oh yeah, movies. look at
3: that six ninety nine to rent. So I think we'll just do that.
2: Yeah, do that. Those are women talking.
3: Looks like some heavy heavy stuff
2: yeah yeah, yeah.
3: The, uh, from what i know about women talking
2: i don't know anything about that movie like zero i should probably when
3: i i think when i first heard the name i got it confused with the movie that was based on the Harvey weinstein thing which is i think called she said is that right
2: oh uh, uh the one with uh, furiosa in it and uh uh all those people no
3: no 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 you're thinking of bombshell
2: oh bomb right the the fox news uh, thing. fox guy thing yeah
3: yeah no she said is yeah so she said the one thing, that one's got ashley judd and zoe kazan and carrie mulligan and was that old patricia clarkson no came out last year
2: i don't remember that at all how do i miss these yeah. things
3: uh biographical drama film directed by maria schrader and written by rebecca linkowitz based on the 2019 book of the same title but yeah, that one is that one is boom right there—a dramatization of the, of the whole uh, Weinstein thing with some of the people involved. Ashley Judd, for example. Yeah,
2: she was she was, yeah she she kind of went away for a few years because she got blacklisted by him. Yeah. He's a douchebag. Where what's who plays him? Who's the poor sucker that had to play Weinstein? I was
3: just looking that a poor guy named Mike Houston who oh, was man. in, um, uh, the Drowning, the Happy House, Deliver Us from Evil, Blood Ties. Um, oh um, you know him? Have you seen uh, him and stuff? Because yeah. I look at these movies and I'll think Oh, he was in Orange is the New Black
2: Yeah, I remember that, but it's specifically
3: oh, something, Jessica Jones Something older Pete.
2: Something older, hold on here hmm. I know he's in Red Dead, let's see Uh, does a lot of voice stuff Wasn't he in uh, The Sports Night Show? Am I thinking of the wrong guy? Um I think I am well, yeah, hell. I don't, I don't know. That face is so familiar, it's going to bug me.
3: Oh, he's a local uh, Colorado guy.
2: Oh, well, hey, making good by being Norman a horrible raised man. Born in
3: Colorado, went to the University of Colorado in Boulder. Boardwalk Empire he was in. Maybe that's what you're thinking of.
2: I might be thinking of that. Yeah.
3: I don't remember this movie coming out. I would I would watch
1: this. Yeah. Why wouldn't yeah. I watch this?
3: Why wouldn't you watch that?
2: I'm going to watch this.
3: It's almost a documentary.
2: Yeah, it's probably streaming somewhere. All right. I'm sure. Yes. Got a lot of old movies Maybe. to watch. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> as yeah. we know. So
3: why are you watching the same ones over and over, Scott? I don't know. Why are you doing it?
2: I don't know. I got a bunch of dwarves singing Misty Mountain or whatever in the in the kitchen <laughs> when I should be watching something <laughs> new.
3: Um, all right. I'm uh, currently streaming on Peacock, by the way.
2: Oh, Peacock. Cool. I'm watching Peacock. something on Peacock. Or no, I just watched something on Peacock that will be my recommendal this I week.
3: I know what that yes, is. Yes. Let's Ooh. say it
2: involves robots. Mm. That's all I'll say about that. I right. will uh, right. I will say this. In the News is sponsored by... You'll find quality in our corner. It's time for the news, and it's brought to you by...
3: Brought to you by Soundography, our first official episode of the season. Our last episode was What Have They Been Doing Since Season 2, which where we catch up with all of the subjects that we covered in our Season 2. But this next episode coming up is ABBA. Oh, yes. Agneta, Bjorn, Benny, and Anna Freed, had to think real quick there on the, all, all four of their names, because they're the A, B, B, and A. Sure, Annabelle.
2: sure, the A, B, B, and A, yeah.
3: Yep. Uh, anyway, uh, we go through their entire career, all the way from singing about dancing queens to uh, newer songs where a guy uh, rents a woman in the newspaper and she shows up with her mom. Oh, yeah and uh okay yeah there's a song there's a song by abba that has that subject is that the one, on it's one that of my new favorite album? one that... of my favorite
2: abba songs ever <laughs> really and it's that yeah. is it that new album that was up for grammys no, and stuff? this was
3: an 80s like an 80s album and uh uh fantastic um anyway even right. if you're not a fan of abba like tom norm and luke sightwalker might still enjoy the episode because you get a lot of history on who this weird band is yeah that's uh, soundography.com.
2: Worth checking out. Um, all right. PETA, you know, the the people uh, against the ethical treatment of animals, that whole or No, they're not against oh, it. Yeah. They're for the ethical treatment.
3: <laughs> people against the. That's PETA. P A E T. Or potato. Uh, people potato. against the ethical treatment of animals. There you go. Potato. potato.
2: Yep. Ah, those potato guys. Uh, PETA is offering to pay for a new Oscar Mayer Wienermobile only if it becomes vegan. So so they got the money. They're just like, hey, Oscar Mayer. You got I'm the- curious
3: as to how they think this will work.
2: I agree. Uh, following reports that Oscar Mayer Wienermobile's catalytic converter was stolen. This is the traveling one.
3: Oh, uh, that sucks. wasn't I, stolen here, th- right, was we it? Didn't- we need, we need to start making cars without catalytic converters, Scott. That's yeah, the problem.
2: That's your problem right there. Ain't got no gas in it. <laughs> um, let's see. PETA just came up with a solution they say will benefit all involved. PETA has offered to pay for a replacement with one very specific condition that the wiener must become vegan. I'm guessing Oscar Myers has got the money to go ahead and replace it themselves.
3: You but know. what do you mean replace it? It's... Like what? The 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 vehicle must be made without any animal parts. So no leather seats, obviously. What what other parts? I don't it's know. Not like Did, they maybe hand they out mean hot dogs. That? You don't go there and they hand out hot
2: dogs. Well, see, that's the question. Do they mean that the entire dog can now has to look like tofu or something? Because it's a big dog. You know, it's a big yeah. wiener. So is so it's that just what
3: a t- little paint job to make it look paler. I don't know. It's this really is weird. so. Yeah. I they don't sent, understand it.
2: So they sent a letter to Kraft Heinz, uh, to their president. That's the company yeah. who uh, owns it. Offering to cover the cost of the company converts the uh, to a vegan hot dog mobile. Uh, mobile rather. Okay. PETA is willing to cover the cost, this is what they said in their letter, of the replacement part and the maintenance of the vehicle for one year if you convert it into a not- Dogmobile or something similar <laughs> with the rising so it's demand sort of a
3: hot dog mobile, it's a not dog mobile exactly. Level.
2: It'll run on vegan cheese. Um, say so with the rising demand of vegan hot dogs and following last year's report about the potential of Oscar Mayer, uh, not hot dogs, uh, now is the perfect time to put the brakes on the old idea and make a shift. Said the letter Well, they're not going to do that.
3: Yeah, I don't understand, I really just don't understand what they really want. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want, Peter. uh, I had a hot dog this
2: weekend, and it was full of meat. It didn't have any vegan aspects to it. I'm not proud of it. Oscar Mayer
3: making vegan hot dogs totally makes sense. They should say it like that. Please, you know, we'll pay for your Oscar Mayer Wienermobile if you make a vegan hot dog, but not if you make the Wienermobile vegan.
2: Yeah, who who cares if the Wienermobile is (laughs) vegan? It's
3: really just, all right, we'll replace the leather seats with uh, pleather. Uh, Good, thanks.
2: That is weird. Uh, someone in the chat asks, "Is Scott in a weird position? Yeah, right now, or is it just him?" No, it is. My camera's off, and I can't reach it from here, so I got to fix it. It's, it's a huh. long story. TMS is going to look like I'm a little bit to the right today.
3: <laughs> I I mean, oh well, okay, gotcha. You it know what I'm saying? You've got a lot of space over
2: here. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of lame. I'll figure eh, fix it. Right. Uh, where are we here? Oh, uh, let's move on to this story. The Mexican president, current Mexican president. Another world leader who's just a little out of whack. Mm-hmm. Uh, he posted a photo of what he claims is an elf. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. That seems normal. Well, I've got to pull this up so people can see it because it's pretty stupid.
3: Um, they the hobbits to Isengard.
2: <laughs> <I> know, <clears throat> the thing is, I know like in Mexican culture, it's the, you know, the chupacabras and all that. they they got all yeah. kinds of fun yeah. stuff. So this is kind of like that. But uh, He showed this photo. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. And he says that to uh, an elf in a tree. My guess is it's not. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he posted this photo on social media accounts Saturday uh, showing what he says appeared to be a mythological woodland spirit similar to an elf. This is uh, President Andreas Manuel Lopez Abrador. Yes. Uh, did not seem to be joking when he posted the photo of an uh, Alux or Luxe. I don't know how you say it. Aluxe. Uh, Which is. Uh, in Mayan tradition, is a mischievous woodland spirit. <laughs> uh, Lopez Albedor wrote in the photo was taken three days ago by an engineer. It appears to be an aluxe. Adding everything dead, is mystical. It's
3: Deadpool with a blonde wig. I can clearly tell just by looking at it.
2: Yeah. My guess is it's like that Mars face. You just get a slightly different angle or light thing, yeah. and it's like, oh, well, shit. It's like the branch is weird, and there's like a exactly. pine cone in there. Humans, man, we see stuff. Our pattern brains go, oh, I see a thing. And then we, and they, either, either you are a rational human being who investigates further and finds out, oh, no, it's just the way the light was hitting it. Or you're a psycho weirdo, and you start saying it's real and spreading it all over the place. Which one will you be?
3: Yeah, I will be. Either. Well, yeah, I'll be. Uh, I'll be the, the former. I think yeah, I'll that's be the, the choice, former. right? I'm going to be the former. Scott. I'll be
2: the former. You and I'll be the former. Everyone else can be the latter.
3: Also, I know what an elf looks like, and that's no elf. That's, that's not That's, an that's elf. clearly a demon. Yeah. <laughs>
2: if that if that showed up at Helm's Deep and said, "We're here to help," I would have been yeah, like, "No." Nope.
3: Go away. No, thanks. Yeah, I'm good. Appreciate appreciate the offer. Uh, yeah. Go back to the uh, hellhole from which you spawn. I'll be that you Ro- shall not pass. Yeah,
2: King of Rohan, and be like, look, I had uh, worm tongue spitting in my ear for three years while I turned green. <laughs> Get out of here.
3: Just anyway. finished the Hobbit, la- the third Hobbit movie last night.
2: Oh, okay. So give me the overall on the th- experience. Did you enjoy uh, the rewatch? More than you thought, or as much as I enjoyed, you thought or... I
3: enjoyed the the Hobbit rewatch more than I did the first time, getting to see all three this is the first time I've seen all three movies back to back with the hobbit yeah um Lord of the Rings is still an a trilogy for me, and Hobbit's a maybe a b minus that's I think that's fair i think yeah. I, I would have probably given it a c or or c minus back when I first watched it but yeah. there's um there's too much of the Orlando Bloom doing things CGI things that Orlando Bloom should not be able to or, yeah. or Legolas, let's just call Legolas should not be able to do. Legolas right? doing
2: doing freaking uh, uh gravity defying physics bending bullshit. Yeah. He doesn't need to do any of it. Like no, I know that no. it was cool that he slid down that that elephant in the first one or second one third one whatever yeah. it was. yeah Where he took down the whole thing by himself. That one shot that was fine, leave it by itself and never do it again. Don't keep doing it. Making him
3: do four things like that in every in each of the Hobbit movies just feels unnecessary. Like, oh, let's see. I know if I if I steer this ogre with a sword in its head at this building, I can knock the building down to create a bridge where I can go and save the other elf.
2: Yeah, it's just a little too Rube Goldberg device.
3: Really, stuff.
2: I don't know why the choice to do those things. That 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 to me always to me a little bit yeah. but uh yeah running up those falling bricks
3: yeah. oh my gosh dude. yeah that same scene it's well, like that a- is,
2: well, that's chewbacca doing tarzan for me
3: that's that's prince of persia is what that is
2: well yeah for sure <laughs> this video gamey stuff it's really a bummer because the, the first trilogy yeah. felt so much more grounded with even with fantastical elements there was a grounding in it and this just didn't have that
3: and i love martin freeman uh, but I feel like he makes a slightly unlikable Bilbo. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He doesn't live up to the... Uh, what, what was his name? Uh, uh, Ash uh, from Alien. Can I give his name? Yeah.
3: Oh, yes. Ian Holm. Yeah. Ian
2: Holm. That guy. He was great. Yeah. Missed that dude. Uh, yeah. Anyway, right. Mexican president, super into this stuff. Not an elf. Next. Nope, it's not an elf. <laughs> Moving on. How about this one? Uh, nutrition brand on the hunt for the world's first poo millier. I think is how you would Pum- say it.
3: Pumelie. Pumelie. Actually, Pumelier because
2: like yeah. you'd say, what, "What are the wine ones called, or food ones?" A uh, sommelier. sommelier is the one. <laughs> a wine
3: one. Yep, the one that comes and recommends the wine for the food you're eating.
2: No, this is how you know this is a, a story that was written over over the Atlantic because their job is to smell feces for fifteen hundred oh, sure. pounds. But they spell feces, F A E C E S.
3: Yeah, that's a good way. I like that, like steam, little A in the feces. Yeah, I
2: like that little, little bit of A in the feces, never hurt a anyone. A little A in the
3: feces. Co- <laughs> company looking for the
2: world's first pumilier, <laughs> I don't know how to say it right, to smell yeah, feces enough. for money or feces. Uh, let's see, nutrition, <laughs> nutrition brand Field Complete will pay aspiring, uh, I'm going to say the word again, poo smellers, 1500 <laughs> as they train in all aspects of digestive health and nutrition. They also look to develop an expert in all things uh, fecal as uh, the sights and smells of feces can reveal a lot about a person's overall health and well-being. I mean, they, they train, I mean, if you're a, a um, gastroenterologist, I think is the term,
3: yeah, yeah. They know, they know a lot about that weirdness, right? Yeah, I'm fine pooping in a box and sending it to KoliGuard. Really, I mean, we don't need... <laughs> are you, you going to call this guy over and say, all right, read my future? I just took a dump. Tell me how long I've got.
2: Yeah, well, from my nose, I believe 20 years maximum.
3: Oh you had a crunch rep Supreme. I'd like to tell that. <laughs> yes, uh, that'll
2: uh, that'll trim two years <laughs> off your lifespan. Every one of those you eat. Anyway, it just seems like a weird thing. And uh yeah. I'm all for the science around it is important. We're human beings, it's sure. part of our yes. cycles. We have to you know, it's how we we determine a lot of health and, and wellness and all that. I get it. Well, I, you're going to have to pay me more than $1,500 to smell somebody's... And, would you,
3: and if you were the person on the other end of this, would you would you trust someone who's like looking and smelling your poop to determine your health? Or somebody with, I don't know, a microscope and a lab coat?
2: <laughs> what if he had a microscope, a lab coat, and he was sniffing your poop? <laughs>
3: Well now, why would you need the microscope if he's sniffing it?
2: No, that's true. You wouldn't need it, would you? It would just give yeah. it would just give us a feeling of uh, oh, he's a doctor. He
3: oh, yeah, I brought a microscope. I'm not going to use it. Uh, go ahead and uh,
2: like they do in commercials where the guy says, "I'm I, I, I'm not a real doctor, but I play one on TV," and he's wearing a yeah, white coat yeah. and all that. It's like that. It's just to yeah. put us all
3: at ease, you know. Make By the feel. way, uh, DJ Stangle uh, in the chat posted the Color Guard. Um, snl skit from this last weekend with woody harrelson and was it good <laughs> it was it was one of the best moments of a pretty good uh first half of snl all right people are all
2: mad at woody for his vaccine yes stuff.
3: yeah
2: <laughs> Damn it, Woody! Why you gotta be like Woody?
3: That? Come on, keep it to talking about pot. We know you love the pot. Talk about the pot. Oh, he does
2: like the pot, right? He's in the pot. He's he in the, like pot. the pot. Yeah. Well, the pot is uh, it's available now to him in a in, in a free form. He can just get the pot. <laughs> it now. Is, yes. Uh, let's move on to this story uh, to finish things out. A Florida bill currently in Florida the legislature uh, would ban dogs from sticking heads out of car windows. Oh. I guess this is. Uh, a thing. Um, Tuck
3: in, everybody. Puns aplenty
2: coming. Yep. Yeah, get ready for this. NewYorkPost.com wrote the following. Everything's just so doggone political.
3: Ugh, going for the double.
2: Yeah, that makes me want to eat glass or something.
3: <laughs> it makes me want to poo and make somebody smell it.
2: Yeah, make somebody tell me what's wrong with me. Uh, the state <laughs> bill uh, sorry, the state bill filed in Florida last week would make it illegal for dogs to stick their heads out of moving car windows. Uh, the, the A pastime for man's best friend... Uh, I would say that's sometimes true. My dogs don't really do it though. They're not into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The unnamed bill introduced by democratic state Senator, uh, Lauren book, uh, is, let's say book, <laughs> uh, includes several provi- <laughs> provisions that would ensure the safety of the canines when inside the moving vehicle. I mean, is this a problem or dogs like jumping out and stuff or whacking their heads on? I uh- don't know.
3: That's what I'd be worried about. Right. Is like, uh, you go by a semi with one of those extended mirrors or something or, or who knows what, uh, that's the question. Where where is this what's causing the need for this bill? Well, here's and what is there here's
2: another what she, way to Here's what she incarnate. says and I th- I thought it would be like, oh, a dog whacked its head on somebody's rearview mirror driving too fast past it or yeah. one jumped out in the middle of the freeway and died or something. But no, here's yeah. what they say. It says although most dogs love to stick their heads out of windows, the wind can seriously irritate their mucous membranes. And blow pieces of grit or other debris into their eyes. Pets should also uh, could mm-hmm. be seriously injured by objects as you drive down the road. So it's more, it's it's it's. I guess it's more nuanced as often things are. But I thought Florida was all about freedom, man. You guys, I thought it was ah, uh, you, hey, you can't tell me <laughs> what to do. And then they're like, no, we can on stuff we want to tell you what to do. We can tell you what to do.
3: If if I letting your dog stick his head out the window is wrong, then I guess you just better put me in jail. <laughs> I won't. Treat like, I guess it. I'm an outlaw. <laughs> I did I,
2: I guess I'll say this and to our, you know, we have I've I have many good friends who are responsible dogs. gun owners. Oh. Um, <laughs> dogs, yeah. Like stick their heads <laughs> out. But uh but I don't understand when you've got like really lax gun safety laws, mm-hmm. but really tight dog safety laws. Mm-hmm. I love dogs. Sure. I like sure. people too, though. And I'm just saying <laughs> maybe they should also be. You know, a little less yeah. crazy, but that stuff. I'd say I'm let's not...
3: hand out uh, free uh, '50s looking '50s era looking pilot goggles and uh, make them for dogs, and uh, uh, and problem solved.
2: I'm in. Let's do it
3: because I love looking at a dog wearing little airplane pilot goggles.
2: I do too, unless it's from the rear and I have to see their anus. <laughs> Moving on. Hey, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, it's a uh, birthday boy, Bill. Uh, not Bill. Sorry. I put this in the wrong place. <laughs> it's birthday boy Bobby. I got to put it down here. There we go. This one is Bill's, not nice. Bill's birthday. Uh, Bill will be here. We're going to talk about making things. We also got a question from the audience for him, and then birthday boy Bobby will be here, where we also have a couple of texts and a uh, phone call for Bobby. People nice. are starting to write in about the about the uh, segments. That's either that's either because they're being very controversial, or oh. they just like what you are saying. I don't know. You have to come back and find out after this break where Brian will play a song.
3: I'm going to play a song. Remember, uh, an Andy Samberg character from years back called shy uh, Rihanna would sing along with them, uh, like an old SNL yeah. bit and you know, Shirani would barely talk. They'd rob a bank and and you think it'd like this be this whole rap thing, take it, Shirani. Mm. <laughs> and they pee his pants or something.
2: I kind of vaguely uh, have a memory of that, but not much of one. So.
3: Well, that has absolutely nothing to do <laughs> with the rising Swedish pop act Shy Martin. Uh, she's got a, a, brand new single called late night thoughts. I'm playing it for you right now. Uh, she is, uh, she's got a, uh, animated video and this song kind of a little, uh, a little, little Billy Eilishy, a little, uh, Taylor Swift-y, Yeah, kind of dig it a little, uh, twee pop. Uh, anyway, uh, the folks from BBC radio one love it. And uh, Spotify loves it, including uh, they've added it to their Fresh and Chill and Indie Pop playlists. Here is Shy Martin and the song Late Night Thoughts.
0: Watching the sea melt into my floor Is it real, is it just in my head, all these late night thoughts for me to us
2: heartwarming story but it's just not believable which is why i give et one and a half stars i'm okay with the horny fridge the morning stream if he'd hired smarter guys none of this would have happened and we returned who is that one more time please
3: Sure. That was the performer Shy Martin and her brand new song, Late Night Thoughts. Shy Martin.
2: I like that name. I don't know why.
3: Shy Martin. I know. Just it's rolls a, off the tongue. Sweet. It's nice.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. A go- I wonder good.
3: what her real name is because I'm, I'm guessing Shy is like a, a shortening of her actual name, maybe?
2: It could be, well, who knows? Could be a nickname.
3: Yeah. No. Just her name <laughs> is Shy
2: it could be like what we learned about Scoots McNary over the weekend that was weird
3: <laughs> right I, just that his thought. Name, I always assumed it was uh, short for Scott like it was like a, a play on Scott but no just because he scooted his butt on the floor
2: yeah he's like one of those kids that didn't crawl first he butt scooted and so they called him Scoots and that it just stuck yeah. for his entire freaking life it's amazing <laughs> what a great actor though um alright we're gonna we're gonna get this going here with Bill uh Pretty sure I am. By the yeah.
3: way, Icor I- I asked, who gave E.T. one and a half stars? Well, that's Perd Happily from Parks and Rec.
2: Yeah, that's Perd Happily, guys. Do you- Are you <laughs> not familiar with Parks and Recreation? Because it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, that'd be a fun thing to rewatch. No, Scott, you gotta watch New Things.
3: Yeah, New Things, Scott, come new on. New Things.
2: Don't think about old things. You, think you of new did things. watch a couple of
3: New Things, I guess. But,
2: yeah, uh, that's true. I have, I have yeah. New Things actually kind of stacked for... Recommendals, maybe too many. I feel like you right now. I got, I got a lot. Yeah,
3: I know. It's like a, like a bunch of planes all circling the airport, and I'm waving them in one at a time. All right, all right. Documentary, come on in. Yeah, You're cleared.
2: We just need one of those weeks where Nicole's, all, oh, I'm traveling, and uh, Randy's like, oh, my internet's down, and then then you and, and we'll I'll just, just plow just through all of them. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's do this. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. Bill Duran joining us from PunishProps.com. He is always here on Tuesdays talking about the world of creative making and uh, building and prop making and whatnot. Hello. And uh, he's here today once again. Hi, Bill. Welcome back.
1: Hello. Good to be here.
2: I started Good a fresh run you. of uh, Factorio, and I thought of you. when I did.
1: Uh, yeah. Um,
3: Oh, yeah. See, I had to think that's – I've got four probes left to uh, discover an Astroneer, and then I think I'm done with Astroneer, and I'm going to switch over to uh, – uh to to factor effect was it factor
2: well there's factorio and then there's satisfactory both are excellent oh satisfactory is yeah, the, one yeah. the satisfactory is a big 3D first person thing Factorio is basically that game but in like a 2D top down kind of thing mm-hmm. and they're both
1: really good really good games yeah yeah i played them both um satisfactory is more my jam the 3D thing
2: yeah mm-hmm. but yeah. uh
1: factor factorio Still scratches that same itch. There's
2: a, it's a good itch to scratch. The other one I quite like is um, a mix of 3D and 2D. The the oh, what's it called? It's um, it's very localized. The, the 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 translation is terrible on some of the audio. It's like make a city to have your guy build. And it's it's just weird. <laughs> but I can't think of the name. Show someone in the chat will know this. It's the one where you r- roll around with the robot and do it. It's great. It's a very good game. Anyway, can't remember. Oh, uh, uh. What do you call it when you put a big skeleton around a planet? What's that called? A Dyson Sphere? Dyson Sphere. It's called uh, Dyson Sphere Program is the name of the That's thing. right. That's okay. the game. And it has the most delightfully bad translations. you got to play it just awesome. for that. Anyway, Bill, I want to start things today with a quick uh, email I got that was about you. All right?
1: All right. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
2: Well, it's a text. but
1: It was Uh. my twin brother, I swear.
2: (laughs) He took a moment out of class and sent this. Um, This was a text, but no name was attached. So whoever this was, apologies for not having your name. But here it is. Uh, You mentioned the Great Pottery Throwdown last week. Um, I was once able to see a couple of seasons of the Great British Sewing Bee on YouTube before it got taken down, and I loved It got taken down? Why was that? Because of oh, because it wasn't allowed to be streaming there. Harsh language. (laughs) Yeah, violence. I guess.
3: Right. Exactly.
2: Says uh, no streaming services have picked it up, even though I think they're about to do, or they're at about seven seasons. Uh, Comments on the internet theorize that there's uh, isn't interest in making clothing in the U.S., but I don't think that holds up. Most of us aren't potters either, and HBO carries that. Any suggestions on how to get a streaming service to carry the Sewing Bee? So obviously, you're not going to know that. Um, right, but you'd love this this stuff, and you'd agree that you know, I'm mean, sewing or whatever it is, competition stuff is in, especially this kinder, gentler sort of approach.
1: Uh, yeah, wholesome competition. Yeah, I was watching, I was actually watching the pottery throwdown when you texted this to me last night because I am into oh, that yeah. stuff. Yep. So, um, I believe it's the same production company that does the uh, bake off, It definitely has the same vibe.
4: Yeah,
1: mm. um and we are a season behind on hbo max where they're streaming the um the pottery throwdown yeah. there is another season out but we can't watch it here in the states yet
2: oh they did this so. they did this for a bit with bake off where you couldn't the mm-hmm. the newest thing was in britain only and you had to wait but now they do yeah the week to week thing over there that would be nice if they did that with the pottery deal
1: sure so yeah. the only way i can tell to just get to watch that stuff if you want is with a vpn and there are a million different VPNs now, so pick your favorite. Uh, so you just trick your the, the servers into thinking you're from the UK, and it'll let you stream UK streaming stuff. Nice. Uh, however, um, just because a production company or a studio or whatever isn't streaming the show that you want them to stream doesn't mean you're completely helpless. Uh, the best things you can do as an individual is just talk about the show a lot. Find other people that like the show, talk about it a lot on social media. Uh, and believe it or not, writing a letter can be super powerful or starting a letter writing campaign. And I'm not talking about emails or tweets. I'm talking about writing a physical letter and mailing it to the people who have the power to do it. I remember
3: for this one, would you like throw in a little clump of clay? like Like they did with, uh, what was the one where they had to send in the peanuts? Was that, uh, Everwood, or something where like the they they included a peanut because it was so referential to the show, or something. Sure, really? Yeah, I didn't know about that. Yeah,
1: I remember yeah. it didn't it didn't do anything, obviously. But way back when Angel got canceled, a buddy of mine was like, "Yeah, I wrote him a letter to tell him I was really upset about it." Yeah, and um, getting a physical piece of mail <laughs> that says. <laughs> something like that is a lot more impactful than an email that's unfortunate Um, though
2: did he did he feel like he just had to like oh fine i'll watch bones now since he's here now and i can't watch angel anymore and yeah
1: and for him it meant he he did everything he could like he had he had to do that thing to feel better about it and it obviously did not get the show renewed Mm. but that's not to say that that stuff is completely powerless
2: Jay Funcastic uh, in other- our chat says he did the exact same thing about Angel. He sent a letter. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. yeah. You'd so a- uh,
1: the other thing you can do is to support independent sewing content. It may not mean you're going to get that sewing show, but <laughs> there are lots of people making their own sewing shows on YouTube or live streaming sewing that may have the same vibe that you want. Uh, and if you find those things, please give them money. Please support them.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: so, yeah. Once again, support, independent support creators the you su- want to
2: see. support the, what? Yeah, exactly. Support the yeah. stuff you want, and sometimes that means you gotta—I don't know—you gotta be down in the dregs for a bit. It's okay. Just because mm-hmm. HBO doesn't carry it doesn't mean it's not worthy. So, no, no, no. Uh, awesome, Bill. Well, what else did you bring with us today? What do you What do you got going on? What are you
1: doing? Well, I figured I'd keep the sewing train rolling and talk a bit about sewing. It's something I know a little bit about. Nice. Uh, Obviously, sewing is really good for cosplay. That's how I've mostly used it. But it's also a really great skill for life in general. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was fortunate growing up. My mom taught me how to sew. She had this cool old uh, singer sewing machine uh, that I learned how to um, do everything on. Uh, We also had a home ec class that just had a, a, a section on sewing where we did hand sewing and machine sewing did you guys have a, a sewing home ec class in high school
3: i or middle school? totally did and i learned how to sew and i promptly forgot it out of <laughs> uh, after home ec ended
2: yeah yep, there you go my daughter sews all the time in fact she is was it this weekend or next weekend i can't remember when she did it or if she's still doing it but her and her friends are all doing like a big sewing party that's all they're going to awesome. do. Like a sewing circle? Yeah, like a sewing circle, except less old ladyish. You know, They're all like in their yeah, early yeah. 20s, and they're all going to just watch. An- so here's the plan. They're going to get sushi, they're going to watch anime, and they're going to sew. Ah,
1: oh, <sighs> now awesome. we're talking. Yeah. It's kind of awesome, actually. It is
2: kind of awesome. It makes me want a simpler yeah. life.
1: <laughs> yeah, clear, clear my <laughs> schedule for today. I've changed my mind. That's what I want yeah. to do now.
2: Yeah, it sounds yeah. all right. Um, um,
1: so yeah. I uh, I had that home at class, my mom taught me, and mostly I made Halloween costumes, uh, but it's also super useful for making repairs to garments, which is something I do all the time. Uh, I Also, hemming is something I use, so to make a sleeve or a pant leg slightly shorter, um, that's something else I end up doing I, uh, I, a lot. I do
3: some of that myself, actually. I usually bundle it with hawing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Hemming yeah. and hawing, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Wait, hemming. So, like hems are like um, what is what like is a hem? the bottom
3: of your pants? Like cuffing. Yeah. Oh, cuffing your- okay.
2: You know what? I'm literally touching the hem of my pant my pant leg while <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm asking the hem what. Of I, your garment? Yeah, while I'm while I'm asking what hems are, and I'm going. I'm actually fingering my hem right now. <laughs> That's funny. So
3: you know what? What are worth?
2: <laughs> oh, two really <laughs> bulked Thanks, up. I'm good, done. I'll good, see you, everybody. Good look. Good looking, bulked up two brothers, <laughs> and then a really chubby one. That's uh, on I'm a gonna go job. right
1: for the New York Post. I'll yeah. see y'all later. See you
2: later. <laughs> yeah, that's your new career. <laughs>
1: uh, so yeah. So having all the time, and then I also use um, sewing to make custom covers and bags for my tools and equipment. Which is super super useful. Making making custom things is really where it's really uh, where it shines. Yeah. Do you do, uh, do, you do like started, leather
2: bags? Like uh like I don't know like a leather tool bag? Or are you working with? I
1: have a actually I have one I made out of sailcloth that's mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. And then I have another one made out of I have like a waxed canvas that's really good that I made for holding all of my um uh, I have a telescope but it's got a bunch of extra stuff so that goes into it. Oh, That's the bag I made. When you yeah. say
2: sailcloth, like from the like a wind sail, right? Is that what you mean?
1: Yeah, like a sailboat. So I I um, asked my dad to part with one of his old sails. He has a couple of sailboats and many old sails. Huh. It's like a really tough nylon, like a plasticky material, mm-hmm. uh, and it's practically indestructible. So I made a, a small handbag for like drawing tools and stuff. Nice. Very cool. That's cool. Yeah, Yeah. You could do uh, hand sewing, which is a great place to start. All you need is a needle and thread and some fabric, maybe some scissors. Yeah. Uh, But then uh, to really kick it up a notch, a sewing machine will really sort of send you into the stratosphere with what you can do.
3: Up your game, basically. That's
1: right. And you can get a good cheap one used on Craigslist. I checked the Craigslist here. There are hundreds of sewing machines you can get for a song. Uh, and I will say just get a singer for a song that's right uh the one thing I recommend with a sewing machine learn the parts and learn how to maintain and clean it uh lubricate your machine there's a lot of moving parts in there so learning how to do that will extend its life dramatically and it will make your experience with the machine a lot better
2: It'll last a long time too my I think my daughter's still using my grandmother's old sewing machine and Mm-hmm. Those,
1: gold, those old ones, like I said, my mom's an old Singer. I have a friend um, who is a, a tailor by trade, and she's also a bit of a nut about sewing machines. She has dozens and dozens of them. She repairs them. She buys like old industrial machines, Yeah. and they need a little work, but they all still work. They're they're you know sixty or seventy years old, and all cast iron parts, really heavy and awesome.
2: Wow, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yep, they made them like they they made them like trucks back in the day oh yeah yeah now i don't know so much. just as heavy too Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yep.
3: having to lug that table with the built-in singer uh yeah singer machine uh in it holy cow
2: yeah kim's mom had one that had like bicycle wheel on it that was so it was all it was all manually by hand right yeah so you just like i don't know if you'd pedal it or use your arm or what you did but it was hmm. no electricity it was just like a It's some old ancient artifact from her great great grandmother or something, but I don't know where that ended up. That's somewhere, maybe in this house even. I don't know. (laughs) Should eBay it. Anyway, that's awesome. Yeah. Go, go sew some stuff, you guys. Do you have a, do you have like a favorite YouTuber that does like, um, I don't know, good sewing routines
1: and that sort Um, of thing? Um, I don't, I don't follow, um, uh, sewing people on youtube but my friend kathy over at god save the queen fashions mm-hmm. is the person i i go to for that stuff she's on uh instagram uh, gstq fashion i think is what she goes by
2: just love this idea that there's like a big channel of just nothing but sewing
1: sure i bet there are that, too that, i haven't yeah. even looked honestly sewing is one of the most frustrating things for me so i don't i don't appreciate or i don't i don't approach it with <laughs> with a lot of gusto <laughs>
2: yeah i, I just
1: kind of do it when i have to and i know enough to get by
2: that's good though when the zombies come you're going to be useful i'm yeah. going to be worthless i'm going to be um you know what i'm going to be frank you're going to be uh what was his name who did uh, nick offerman play in the third episode of last of us you're that you're that guy you're resourceful oh, yeah you okay. got stuff bill, you got uh, things
3: bill bob
2: bill, bill. okay bill Bill, you, know oh yeah, Bill. you can
1: run. You can run the. Uh, there's going to be a foot pedal machine that you run to power my sewing machine. So we'll yeah. need you. Okay. All right.
2: I'm there, but I'll yeah. make things look pretty in our fake uh, homoerotic story that we're making about me and mm-hmm. Bill. Uh, all right. Car- oh, Carter's in the chat. Carter, you still you're still using my grandmother's thing, right? I hope I didn't tell that story wrong. I think that's what she's using anyway. Uh, well, that's great. Sew your life away, everybody, and lots of resources out there. <laughs> Go check it out. That's you cool. sew. That's right. So much yes. grief. Even practice on, like, oh, this button fell off, or, or I guess you don't have to do that with a sewing machine, but you know, like little projects around the house. Your pants need yeah. a little hemming, mm-hmm. as we said. Uh, do, do that. And don't you think probably,
1: it's. You yeah. probably have a small sewing kit in your house somewhere. Yeah. Like a small or at least repair you've kit.
3: Stolen from a hotel. That's, that's right. That's true.
2: That's true. And you don't have to, um, you don't have to, you know. There. Uh, let me just talk to a few masculine men listening. Okay, listen to me right now. <laughs> you are all very manly men. It's okay if you sew once in a while. It's okay. <laughs> all right. It's fine. Learn a skill that you think is your mom's, and you'll find out that it can be yours
3: as well. Sewing is a real turn-on. <clears throat>
2: that's right. Uh, <laughs> by the way, Fabric is uh, was my uh, – that was my um, – when I was dancing on stage in Miami, that's the name I went by. <laughs> hey, <Excellent>. Bill, <laughs> tell us uh, what you brought as a bonus link today because I know you got sure. one.
1: Sure. The folks over at Corridor Digital have put out a new video. Um, they made an, uh, a short film that's called Anime Rock, Paper, Scissors. What? Uh, and what's f- amazing about it is the way they made it. It looks like a hand-animated movie or short film, but it was all done uh, with video, and they use a bunch of different processes to convert that video into like what looks like hand-drawn anime frames. It's really impressive what so they did. So it's
2: like... Um... Oh, some yeah, of this is...
3: Amira Darkly and uh, that roto but probably different than rotoscoping, right? They're doing it.
1: Yeah, they did it with they use Stable Diffusion and a bunch of other stuff yeah. to yeah. There's some AI. On a, I can
2: see a, some a AI business going on in here. Yeah. yeah, I guess the Stable Diffusion, but this is wow. Oh, look at cool. that; that looks really good. Okay, I got to watch this.
1: <sighs> yeah, so they put out the short film, and they also put out a, a behind the scenes on how they did it which I, I found absolutely fascinating. Even Very just cool. the way that they like layered 2D elements together to, to get the final look that they were going for is just really impressive. Wow. Mm-hmm.
2: All right, check it out. Corridor Crew. Really cool. Up there on the YouTubers.
3: And if you're if you're listening to this after the fact, just go to quicktms.li and you'll find a link to uh, everything Bobby talked about. That's right, well, or everything or, if by or, just that YouTube channel, or Bobby Bill, or
2: Bill. Yeah, I, think did it I just so. do. Dang it! Now yeah. I did it. That's, you did what? Uh, you uh, did what I did last week or two uh, weeks. Ago. I'm I know. sorry, Bill. I, That's <laughs> fine. I feel better now. <laughs>
1: I've been called Bobby before, and it won't be the last no, time. No, it won't can be. we move,
3: Can we shuffle everybody around? Maybe put Amy on Tuesdays and Bobby <laughs> on Thursdays, just to mix and, it all up, so there's not yeah. two
2: Bs on the same day yeah well bill it's always I'm a, sure that'll solve the problem. that'll fix everything we uh, love having you on i hope you have a great week and uh all the creativity uh may it all be yours and we'll see you, you next got time it. bye now later oh yeah he's chin beard on twitter i don't mention yeah. twitter much anymore because it's weird over there it's weird i don't i don't <laughs> like twitter like i used to like it i
3: i don't i've not uh i've not posted to Twitter, anything long time, and the only time I go in there is if somebody messages, like uh, either sends me a direct message or if they mention me, yeah, and I get a little notification. I'll look to see what they say, and I'll be like, eh, like, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, and then get out. But
3: other than that, I'm 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 pretty much all in uh, Discord.
2: Yeah, I'm kind of weaned, uh, weaned away. Uh yeah. I'll, I post there cuz I think I need to, to let people know story, what's going stuff, on yeah. yeah but I'm not going to read there. I don't want to read That's true. Anymore.
3: I do well my Streamlabs automatically post there when I go live with the show so
2: yeah. So you know there's reasons to be on Twitter. There is that. I just don't think that. the conversation's very good anymore. And it's not no. you guys the reply no. tab I'll go there all the time and see what you guys are saying. That's not yeah. it. That's not the problem. For sure. But I don't want to I don't want to be on the public hose anymore. I'm done. I've had it. Yeah. Um, Okay. What is the deal now? Oh, Bobby.
3: That's what. What kind of a deal?
2: (laughs) And I was here. See, it's weird, too, because I have to, when I add Bill to this call, it's punish props. When I add Bobby, it's Bobby. Bobby Franks. But then I get,
3: oh, just Bobby. But I
2: always search for Bill. (laughs) I don't know. know. This world (laughs) is weird. Let's do some science. Yes. Science. Science. Yeah, that's right. You heard me. Science with Bobby Franken burger he was once uh many other dead burgers but they put all those burgers together and made a mm-hmm. frankenburger out of it
3: mm-hmm. and yep.
2: now it's a living breathing franken-burger. <laughs> It was an impossible
3: burger and there was a bison burger yep. and uh
2: yeah and now we got frankenburger that's hey that's bobby
5: frankenburgers burger there you Franken- go frankenburg's Fran- burger Franken- <laughs> frankenburg's <The scientist laughs> burger right that's true
3: right right
2: oh my lord all right That's true well, now I don't even know what to think. Uh, it's good to have you here, Bobby, of course, and uh, we'd like to celebrate this early.
3: Let's party! It's
2: Bobby's birthday. Yeah.
3: Woo! Yay! Happy birthday, buddy.
2: Happy birthday, Thanks. man. Thanks. Don't, don't worry. Uh,
3: for one whole segment, we'll call you Bobby.
2: Sixties the new 50. <laughs> You'll be fine. 60 <laughs> um, <laughs> No, for real, I, I, hope you, uh, I hope it's a good day and you get cool things and your kids and your wife and everybody shower you with uh, gifts. Uh, you yeah, know, yeah. All that make you fancy I, uh, feasts and that sort of. We thing. We don't
5: usually celebrate our birthdays on our birthday here around here because what do you we, do? Can, we can like you coagulate? Right here, so everybody likes to be around for them, but everybody's in like
2: school or work or oh, mm. all this kind of stuff. So. so do you like? But but do you like? To, you know, do you do you hold them all and then you say, all right, we're having the 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 summer birthdays and it's like three months worth of birthdays or that sort of thing, or no?
5: No, but but um, my wife's family had down in um where they're all the the whole extended family all lives in the city together we got the hell out of dodge mm. but um <laughs> they all live there and uh and they do that they'll they'll do where every, it's like oh let's we're gonna have a big party in february for all the february birthdays or something uh, like that it's like per month there
2: yeah we do the uh, same thing for my mom's always running it but july's the big one we got like 14 birthdays in july or something Including me. Yeah.
5: So. No, wow. we we give everybody their own individual day in the Frankenberger House because we uh, it's kind of like birthdays are like a holiday, you know, like Christmas or yeah. Thanksgiving or whatever other holiday. And um, but it's it's just for you. Yeah. So. And your yours is like Christmas because you look like Jesus, so that's why. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, uh,
2: anyway, well, I hey, I got a couple of I got a couple of quick things for you, and uh, yeah. I don't know why you got so much damn feedback this week, but I'm going to read these.
5: People love Bobby.
2: Yep. There's two uh, two texts and one phone call. All right. So I'm going to rip through. All right.
5: Great. Awesome.
2: First one says, "Hey, I have a Bobby question for tomorrow. Would you be willing to run some Shadow One Shadow Run Five E for TMS Vegas? I don't know if he's serious oh about gosh. this, but what would that take for you to run?
5: Well, it would take. Um, it would take a everybody Old has to hard study a lot and uh, and has to have like. Eight hours. That game is huge and beefy, oh, and geez. lots
2: of rules. <laughs> yeah, it's a monster.
5: You think it takes a while to learn D and D? It takes at least four times as long to learn Shadowrun.
3: Really? Oh my gosh! Okay. Shadowrun
5: is well known for being one of the crunchiest rule systems. Um, it, it Maybe there are certainly ones that are that are crunchier, but um, but uh, Shadowrun is just—it's up there in that upper tier. Of, yeah. Why am I not surprised
2: that our very own Bobby the Math Boy really likes a crunchy, deep rules (laughs) thing? That makes sense to me.
3: Yeah, Uh, we might have to uh, wait for a kids edition Shadowrun. uh, (laughs) Shadowrun Junior. Kids edition, kind of like kind of like Settlers of Catan kids edition. Yeah. yeah.
5: Now, now that's so. The more realistic answer to that would be that if if you have someone running the game that prepares an entire uh, what they call them runs in Shadowrun. Um if you if you prepare a run a prepare a session from start to finish and you have characters prepared for the people so they don't have to make their characters because because in Shadowrun it takes longer to make your character than it does to play a game a session <laughs> um, but uh if if you have all that stuff ready and prepared you can you can do one in in uh, four hours Woof. <laughs> and um, that's how long but, I was uh, at the dentist I would have much rather been doing that that sounds great yeah so it's just because um, they do demos at at like places like Gen Con or other Dragon gaming Con conventions and, You know. Yeah. so th- it's just that's how they have to do it is is um, pr- everything has to be prepared ahead of time here's your character here's your stuff here's the r- real quick rules don't worry about too much about the rules just roll the dice and I'll tell you what happened yeah
2: <laughs> fair enough well, that's cool yeah. I'm I'm weirdly more curious now after hearing this Um, it's a fun
5: game it's a fun game if you like cyberpunk well here's
2: another uh, email from Luke from Boulder Colorado he says Mm -hmm. hey wait what's wrong with audio hijack Bobby tossed some shade at it today this is actually a couple weeks ago says I use it for my not all uh, not at all popular podcast I don't know why you had to say that (laughs) and I think it does the trick would you gents care to nerd out for a second regarding your podcast setup and maybe educate some of us Luke from Boulder um, um, before, let's yeah.
3: clarify the the first part of his uh, message should be sung as in "Hey, wait!
2: Oh <laughs> What's yeah, <wrong> with <laughs> audio hijack! <laughs> exactly! Uh, yeah. f- what a loss he, he was." Oh, yeah. um, so why I don't remember what your beef was with hijack in the first place? What was the I fun? don't have
5: a beef with audio hijack? So that was. Uh... That's there weird. There was a, a mischaracterization uh, <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> of what I was saying. Um, I don't remember uh, you
2: having issues with it either. I don't know what the deal was.
5: No, I, I said I don't use it, and I don't like to use it or, or things like that. Oh, you don't like is virtual routing. the and, one for Mac?
2: Yeah, so Audio Hijack for Mac, it is a Mac thing. They also do Loopback. They do Fargo. That's the Rogue, it's Rogue
3: Amoeba folks.
2: Rogue Amoeba. They make amazing apps. But your whole point wasn't, um, I don't like that app. It's that you yeah. don't like you like you don't like virtual pathing and, 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 and routing and stuff. Yeah. You would much rather have like here's a mixer, I got hard lines going into this mixer and going out of this mixer, that kind of stuff.
5: Right. Yes. Um now I should caveat all that with saying again, audio hijack is on Mac and it could be that the user, user interface for it, like many Mac products, are is better. Right. Mm-hmm. Um my issue is the the PC equivalents which the big things are are the the stuff made by VB Audio like virtual audio cable, voice meter, mm-hmm. like voice meter banana or voice meter potato or whatever it is that yeah. They have um the I've I've used those things and I did use those things back when I had when I was first starting because hardware solutions are expensive yeah very Mm -hmm. um and i just especially with windows the os being how it is and how you have to create it creates virtual devices in your in your in your operating system and virtual audio interfaces that you have to deal with and and all this kind of stuff the interface was not very intuitive and every time I got on and had any kind of a problem or wanted to tweak something, I swear I would sit down and it would take me an hour to figure it out. Yeah, um, And it was just, it was untenable for me with with the, the business, speaking of tabletop gaming, yeah. the tabletop streaming and podcasting mm-hmm. th- stuff that I was doing. Yeah. I just couldn't, we were doing so much of it that I could not... It was too hard for me to have different, because you guys know being doing lots of mm-hmm. different types of shows, sometimes you have different setups for different things. 100%, that yeah, yeah,
3: you've got like one show that's got somebody over Discord, another one where you've got yeah. somebody maybe over Skype, or you need to send music back to them or or audio right. or whatever. right? Yeah,
4: yeah yeah, right, I mean as much as you're much doing that, yeah,
5: if you're if you're talking, like we're doing on this show right now, Scott, I'm sure has set up um, of uh, a mix minus setup. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So the the person writing said they wanted us to geek out about our audio stuff. It's like you so can hear you can like hear minus. you can hear this, right? But right, right. you can't hear this.
2: So you didn't hear that, right? Yeah. So I, I've got I, didn't hear, I, and I, can I hear Brian, only...
5: but Brian can't hear himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: he can hear Actually, himself,
5: but
3: I can hear myself thanks to Audio Hijack. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Like Scott's
5: not sending my you're audio. You're not hearing right an me. echo because you're not hearing yourself from Scott. Right. right.
3: One of my one of my favorite features of Audio Hijack Pro is using it just as a headphone monitor of my microphone. Yeah, uh, for go. whatever reason, I need to be able to hear myself so I can like, oh, I'm too far. I better come closer. Oh, yeah. maybe that's too close or whatever. But um, uh, it's the only thing that I've found that has zero latency. When I say a word, boom, I hear it in my headphones yeah. instantly. Yeah.
2: Hijack's good for that. I don't actually use yeah. Hijack at all. I do a kind of a weird thing where the mixer is the only thing that's sending me back audio and I don't hear any echo as a result or delay. Hmm. Um, but That took a while for me to figure out the best solution for it. But um, you're not wrong. Windows audio subsystem stuff, kind of janky, has been forever. Yeah, Yeah. And if you you reboot, it all resets, stuff gets weird, you get an update, Uh it doesn't remember anything that you had set up. It's a giant pain in the ass. For whatever reason, audio subsystem stuff on a Mac is just a lot more straightforward and simple and not... Not very hard intuitive to and wrangle. Friendly. Yeah, very user friendly. And those Rogue Amoeba guys just make really great software, so they're a huge God, part of this. I, I
3: could not live without Loopback. That is the 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 best tool in the toolbox, which is more like the virtual audio cables function of yeah. um, of Windows, but it's basically like, all right, send this audio from Discord to my recording program, but send this one back to yeah. Discord without this. And
2: what was the one yeah. we used to use back in the day? And then they they claimed they couldn't do what it was anymore. It? Wiretap. Wiretap. Wiretap, Wiretap, Wiretap was yeah. this was this great solution at the time. Is before loopback, yeah. and then they suddenly stopped right around Snow Leopard, and they said, well, we can't.
3: Yeah, there was something with the audio processing on the Mac that said, Oh, we can't we don't have access to that.
2: that that's what they H5 claimed anyway. Work. And then yeah. they shut it all down saying, Well, I guess it's not gonna work. Meanwhile, these guys do it just fine. It's no it, it <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Those guys were full of crap. I don't know what happened. Yeah, yeah. They were just bad at their jobs. All anyway.
3: right, rogue and here, take my money. Yeah, take, take my, my money. money. They,
2: they haven't made anything bad ever for, for mm-hmm. Mac users. Anyway, well, there's that. All right, now here's the call, all right, the phone call. Yes. Enjoy.
1: Hello, Scott Johnson. I'm calling for the morning stream. Uh, this is uh, this is about a segment with Bobby. Uh, you were chatting with him about flying, as you do. And he mentioned that pilots were essentially flying bus drivers. And then you said something like, oh man, a pilot might be offended by that or a uh, pilot might not like that or something. Well, uh, I'm sitting here in my uh, Ford F550
5: Super Duty
1: Turbo Diesel 26 Passenger Bus right now, and uh, I'm wondering why you think a pilot might be offended by being called <laughs> a bus driver. Would love to know. Uh, oh, no. I love yeah. the show
5: have a great day. I love the show he says at the end.
4: Uh,
2: <laughs> um, I don't know if it was me or you, so that's the one thing I wanted to get out of the way. I, think-
5: I so I, again, I don't think that this caller is saying that I threw any shade at all. I just matter-of-factly said that that um that what do you call it? Like uh, airline <laughs> pilots are often thought of as uh like they're driving a bus, right? They're even called airbuses. Right. Um and uh the um so i definitely didn't think <laughs> throw any shade at that but i think you he's saying that you yeah said yeah. well so you know bus drivers might be offended by that but why? well here's or, my or here's not, that pilots might be offended here's my addendum to, to bus that drivers.
2: here's my addendum cuz i would say while i while i mean zero shade especially to this dude he sounds cool <laughs> yeah. zero shade at all toward the occupation of driving a bus um I'm saying that uppity pilots might feel some shade toward bus drivers and therefore would sure. be like, don't compare me to a bus driver. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I'm not yeah. saying you're, that that's what you are. I'm saying pilots because only I've met, I don't know, five or six people who are commercial pilots in my life through business and other stuff. They're all kind of very good at their jobs, but they're kind of dickish. They're all like up here going, Oh, yes, I'm a five fly, fly pilot. I'm a pilot. This is a very hard deal that I do. It's very near like there's a lot of that going on. So if we have any pilots out there who are offended by what I just said just now, let us know. But that's all I'm saying. Is I think the I think those guys would look down on the bus reference. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Sure.
3: We're gonna get a call next week. It's gonna be like this. Uh, Scott, you uh <laughs> threw some shade at the <laughs>
2: That'll be Obama, <laughs> uh, President, former President Obama. It was kind
3: of a little bit Obama. It's a little yeah. bit of my Obama impersonation, but <laughs> that's great. Uh, well, anyway, uh, if all right. To your left, you'll see some uh, <laughs> some offense that I've taken on your most recent episode.
2: Of- well, I love that call. That guy was great. Um, and if you want to do this, and even if it's whether it's about Bobby or anything else, that number is eight zero one four seven one zero four six two, and you can leave us voicemails and or text whatever you feel like doing. All right, Bobby, you probably brought some real science with you today. What uh, is it, and why will we be excited to talk about it?
5: Well, I, I did sort of uh, bring a little bit of something that I'm working up to talk a little bit more about on on my podcast proper when I record it later this week. It has to do with um some uh some galaxies that James Webb Space Telescope has been looking at. But I'm wondering if you want to hear my my thoughts. Everybody keeps wanting to hear my thoughts about this bionic reading stuff. Yeah, dude. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I do. Um, I've I've had more than one person ask me to to talk about it on the show on my show yeah um and i haven't and there's a reason why um and it's because this first of all i'm very skeptical about the bionic reading stuff i'll say that right at the top yeah does it not when you when you see it
2: does it not can you not read it any quicker or does it what does it
5: it has nothing to do with that like just the claim i'm very skeptical about Mm. um and the more i dug into it the more skeptical i got really um yeah, because and and so the so to cut to the chase of why I didn't bring it up on why I haven't brought it up on my podcast just because in general if there's something that I'm just skeptical about I don't see any reason to bring it up on my podcast yeah. because I'm we're, we're not a we're not a our podcast is that's not what we're trying to do is push our glasses up and say <laughs> well actually all the time <laughs> you know, um so, so that's why I haven't addressed on the show. But, but, um, since you guys did talk about it, this whole thing about bionic reading. First of all, bionic reading. Right away, you should you should be aware of the fact that that is a trademark n- name. Oh, really? Um,
3: okay. Right.
2: Oh, and who owns so that?
5: That automatically should always raise some skeptical alarm bells. That doesn't mean it's not true or it's not based on something true. That just means whoever is telling you and trying to tell you all about bionic reading trademark um (laughs) they're they've got something they're trying to sell well what
2: if nobody told me about it and all i know is i can read these paragraphs way faster than i can without them Mm
5: -hmm. so so i'll jump around yeah i'll answer instead of going sequentially through my thoughts i'll answer your questions as they come right um so you you read it and you thought i feel like i can read this faster and it's It's entirely possible that that is just an illusion, Mm. um, that you're not actually reading it faster. You just feel like you're reading it faster because of the emphasis that's being placed on the words. There's this... uh, And then so your perception of how fast you read it is then something you think about later. Now, already, like, like you remember being able to read it more easily or faster. Now, I know that some people are already going to say, well... Either they timed themselves or they timed someone else or there's all this research of people being timed on their reading of things and it just seems to be faster. That may be true. It may be that you can read it faster. But let me ask you, what? why do we read things?
2: It's uh, so to, that we can understand what's written there.
3: Yeah, to educate and entertain
5: Uh, So we read things or why do we write things down and have other people read them is because we're trying to, you know, transmit information, which requires comprehension, right? Mm -hmm. Like nobody's getting anything out of the thing that you're writing. They're not reading anything with a purpose if they're not understanding what they're reading. And being able to read something faster has nothing to do with whether or not you're able to comprehend it better. Um, Sure. So that's... And that's research that's been done on so-called speed reading claims for a really, really long time. And the evidence has always been that despite what people trying to sell you speed reading programs claim, the evidence has consistently shown that speed reading tactics and techniques do not increase comprehension at the best. They don't increase comprehension. At the worst, they might, they probably reduce comprehension ability.
2: Yeah. Um
5: well hold on because so,
2: I didn't answer yeah. one of your question or I didn't answer your question properly. When you said why do we read things and now hearing you say this, here's why this is helpful for me. Yeah. Uh at least from Thanks. what I can tell. When I'm reading on the show or on a show, my goal isn't to comprehend, because I've already done that because I went and found it before mm-hmm. and thought, Well, is this gonna be good in the show and all of that? Yeah. My goal is to get those words out and not be distracted to and this makes me mm-hmm. feel less distracted like I, I i i only know that the difference between those two blocks of, of text are one is one is like bam out done out the door got it nailed it every word didn't slow down didn't didn't have to do an um or uh didn't get bunged up cuz i got distracted and the other all those other things are true sure not all the time but sometimes so I get that there's generally not a, you know, like getting it more quick. What you said about getting it more quickly mm-hmm. and processing it are two different things. Right. So like processing information more deeply or ripping through it obviously are two different things. And if your goal is to comprehend, then this may even be detrimental to people. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But all I know is, and again, you're hinting at like maybe placebo effect or something. Which I'm totally open to this conversation, by the way. This isn't me being defiant. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah, that no, when no. I when I Cause, read cause one, let me
5: be clear. I don't know what the answer is. Right. Um, I'm explaining what what the reasons are that I'm skeptical of it, and I will say that I, I I've dug, and there's not there's not really any research that's being done on this bionic reading stuff. So that's the other problem. Yeah. We don't know, sure, because the research isn't being done. Um, the, on their website, even they, a lot of these people that will, will push these, uh, trademark methods or things that are new and this new idea, they'll, they'll do their own research, but it's usually not great. I don't even think that they've done much of their own research. Um, they just cite a bunch of old research and I feel like they're citing it, uh, either out of context or, or as a distraction because it's it, the research that they're citing isn't is doesn't show what they're claiming it just seems to show what they're claiming mm. and i'm i'm making it sound like they're being deliberately deceptive i'm, I'm not i'm not here to make claims like that i often think that people who are trying to sell these things maybe genuinely do believe that they work um and they they very well may be so that's not that's i always try to be charitable with people's claims you know like uh, I don't think you're just they're just trying to rip people off but you can't know how well it works unless the research has been done you know right right no that's
2: a good point Um, I don't know what it is though like part of me part of me wishes well that's what I did when I first saw it I didn't know what it was I just saw this paragraph like what's with all these bold letters but then I just chewed through it it was like wham wham
3: wham and and did you have an un like, because what what I did was I read one paragraph, and then I read the same or paragraph or set of paragraphs, then with the bolded with the bionic text. You went straight into the bionic text, right, Scott? Or did you have did you do?
2: I did. I had somebody sent me a thing that was just the text, and yeah, or you know yeah, just the just, just the mm-hmm. stuff with the bolds and and the the lead ins or whatever to the letters. Yeah, and that one all on its own. It just was like... I don't know. I can't even explain it. It was like speed... Yeah. I've never speed See, read, that's- but the only thing I can think of is I just went through this thing. And then I went and looked up another block of similar text. Not the same text, but similar text. Mm-hmm. And it was my normal pace. Right. Then when I converted it, just ripped through it again. Okay, And I, and there's some people who are like, oh, I get all bunged up on it. And I, it actually slows me down. I could never do this. Or others are like, the bold letters are really distracting to me. So like, mm-hmm. you know... Mileage may vary, obviously, depending on who you are, but um, sure. for whatever reason, it just made me just haul ass, and yeah. I can't explain. Yeah, and
5: it. so, and so the the whole placebo effect thing that I'm talking about is what to to drill down on it a little bit. What I'm really saying is that it might feel easier, and that might be what's the effect is. That it that just feels easier because you're able to focus on the words better, um, but may, you might not actually be reading it faster. It just might feel easier to read, um, and and there's well-known effects called, uh, what's it called, per- perceptual fluency, I think. It's this idea that if something feels easier, and there's a lot of different areas where perceptual fluency has been studied. And it's this idea that if something feels easier, then you will like it or trust it more. And mm-hmm. so that they they may be relying a lot on that feeling. And it's, it becomes very anecdotal and very personal when, when and that, you know, that's why you, you put it in front of people and say, here, read this. It yeah. feels easier to read, and then there you go.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. So, like, if... um, Oh, how do I put this? Like, the... Well, whatever, you described it. Like, placebo is such a complicated thing anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Like, people mm-hmm. actually, in, in tests where placebos are part of the test for control, there are there are groups of them who who are better or feel better. It may not, yes. you know, cancer may not go away, but you know they they feel better because right. they think they've been given the pill, and that that's sometimes enough for us to 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 do enough in our heads to control things. I mean, it's the whole point of the mm-hmm. placebo effect, I guess. Yeah, but be careful um,
5: not to trigger me about the placebo effect. Yeah, I don't, I don't want <laughs> to get. We don't have time. <laughs> yeah, we don't have time for that.
2: But uh, so I, I guess I understand, you know, on a basic way how that works. Um, but I've never thought mm-hmm. about it in in terms of of this. Like I, I think I Brian. Correct me if I'm wrong, but as two guys yeah. who studied typology in in college, mm-hmm. um, fonts matter, right? Like, so if you yeah, got a I'm shitty totally if you got a yeah. shitty reading font, right, you're gonna you read, can read slower. Serif
3: fonts faster than sans serif fonts because those lines create a visual track or a subliminal track for you to go through.
2: Right. At least that's what we were taught, uh, okay. and and it does. You know, you don't want to give somebody a bad font for a book or else it, they just mm-hmm. don't get read the way that they would if it was a readable font. And there's a group of yeah. those that people generally would ever. And then there's font size, depending on your eyes. Maybe you're struggling with yeah. smaller text. I mean, there's all those and issues. And that has
5: a lot to do with things like eye strain and, um, and just um, how quickly uh, your eye is able to focus, stuff like that. And that... That could also, that could be something that's at play here that, and that could lead to that feeling of this feels easier to, to read, you know, but, but that has nothing. Their claim is that it's going to be, it's going to increase your, increase comprehension and, and increase speed, which isn't necessarily true. We don't know if that's true. Another thing is, there is a lot of research on eye tracking and how our eyes are drawn to words and how they most efficiently scan and process words mm-hmm. and so you would think that whatever that is, whatever that natural tendency of where your eye is naturally tends to fall in a word that that should be where you bold it um, and the beginning of a word is not where your eye naturally wants to fall. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of research that shows that we look, especially the longer the word, the more more this is true obviously, but our eye tends to want to fall into the middle of, the, of a word and maybe maybe just barely to the left of center of a word. <laughs>
4: Yeah.
2: Oh, no, you so, got a little one with a it's, cold. It's very
5: complicated at the point. And, um,
2: <laughs> I feel bad for one of your kids. Someone's sick. I know. I Someone's bad.
5: homesick My daughter from is, school. You yeah. guys can hear that. My daughter's homesick from school, Aww. so she's uh, over there uh, They're, doing drawing um, videos, Scott. She's yeah. From...
3: Oh, very cool. That's great. Nothing wrong I'm with that. I'm trying to find it really quick. There was a font that um, there was a big deal a couple of years ago, and I can't remember who created it, but it was, it was a font that took certain line segments out to make it a little bit more compact and because of that you're able to read through it a lot faster i thought it was called clear font but i'm not um,
2: oh i remember just,
3: that yeah i actually still i think have it installed on my computer i'm trying to find i know what you're talking about it the left the yeah. left
5: the, the the letters end up looking kind of like glyphs <laughs> yeah
3: yeah exactly yeah. Oh, I remember and that, yeah. uh i'd be curious like you know to know all right how how much does that help things or hurt things in the in the speed reading and can you multiply that effect if bionic uh, bionic font was to work could that be multiplied by using something like this
5: yeah who knows it's just Mm -hmm. it's just there's a lot like if you want to know if this is actually doing anything you you need to do the work right um and that's that's what bugs me about things like this is they haven't done the work they're just Mm -hmm. looking at some old research and kind of like Drawing some conclusions from it, it seems, and then marketing something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that always makes me, you know, get feel very skeptical and and say, "Hmm, I'm not so sure about this." And and you can't and I can't get anywhere with it because the research hasn't been done.
2: Right, so, right, right. Yeah. Well, interesting. That's a, I'm glad we went deeper on it because I, I I don't understand why this is so much easier for me to read.
5: Now let me let me say. If in a couple of years the research is done and it shows that it does work, I don't want people coming at me going like, ha, gotcha, Bobby. Because <laughs> um, I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm saying I have a feeling it doesn't work because of all these reasons, but we can't know. That's yeah. all. So I'm, yeah. you know, like Brian, don't buy the, uh, <laughs> the app or whatever it was because yeah. you don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. You could just be fooling yourself into thinking and that's, my my tie to to the skeptical movement to skepticism is in consumer protection. That's why I care about it, um, and so I, I don't think we should be being sold things that that there's nothing to back them up. No proof know? behind. Well, I agree with that. What are they selling though? Are they actually selling something?
3: Well, the the extension in Safari is uh, is. Uh, has Which it is paid. weird
5: because I did actually find a Chrome extension. That but that's not
2: them. Uh, what I mean is like whoever whoever uh, copyrighted the, bionic, the thing. The yeah, way. this is just somebody trying to take advantage of it. But like my, my Chromium one, the one I'm running in Brave is free. Yeah, um, I did
5: find a Chrome extension by the Bionic reading people that that will take a website and convert it um, to to this method or whatever. But right. I don't know. They they, it it just it's very. There's something that they're there's. Hmm. I did remember seeing on their website there are things you can apps and and stuff that they are trying to programs that you can, you can buy and stuff like sure.
3: that. Sure. I found sure. the font. It's Sans Forgetica.
5: Sans Forgetica? Are you sans kidding? Sans
3: Forgetica. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, it's uh. I'll put a link to the Wikipedia page, but it's um.
2: Oh, this is what I remember, but I didn't know what it was called. I remember this. Okay. Oh, yeah. Check this out, Chad. Chunks
3: of the font, yeah.
2: Yeah, big hunks of it just ripped out, right? Like Mm -hmm. the A and the N. Like think of the S with a big old right in the middle of it.
3: Yeah, and the the, the W that looks like an A with quotation marks around it, (laughs) single quotes around it. (laughs) Let's
2: see. This was a multidisciplinary team of designers and behavioral scientists from RMIT University came up with this. I mean, who knows if this... This looks like it wouldn't work for me. This like,
3: one said the first peer-reviewed study demonstrated that Sans Forgetica was not effective for enhancing memory. <laughs> oh,
2: it was not. Okay.
3: was not, no.
2: Well, it's definitely yeah. good for me remembering that my printer needs toner because it feels like... The,
3: <laughs> it's what it looks like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my, my typewriter ribbon is getting old. <laughs>
5: The the other thing is and this is the last thing I'll say about it because I just thought of that this too when you when you do the bionic reading thing it'll highlight the fir- either the first letter or the first chunk of of every word right yeah. including really short words like on the and of it'll highlight that it'll bold that first letter yeah mm-hmm. well there's a lot of research that that shows that when you eye scan when when they do eye tracking and you're scanning over text you just skip those words your eyes don't even Focus on those words. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it seemed to me that if if you are bolding those and causing yourself to focus on those those words, that wouldn't that slow you down? Like, well, yeah, for some, so. it, it doesn't you know, for me though. the eyes to the parts that that lead to the most um, unless, comprehension and efficient com- um, reading. You know,
3: I mean, yeah. unless your eyes are able, unless your your brain is saying. Yeah, I, I'm done with that word, go to the next one. I like, got, got what I need based on the context of those two letters, those two bolded letters. I know exactly what that word is, go to the next one kind of thing.
2: Well, take this as for what it is, but I took that same group of paragraph where we got the bolded first two, three letters of every word, depending on the length mm-hmm. of the word, and I reversed the reversed it. I just went in and manually reversed it. So now I've got the last, depending on the word, the last one, two, or three letters are bold. I can't read that shit. It's like hitting a wall.
3: Interesting. So yeah, I'm reading yeah, it. I,
2: I can read it, but I'm stuttering through it. It's like, oh, okay. Uh, uh, uh. It feels like I'm hitting walls at the end of every word, whereas the other way, yeah. I feel like I'm jumping off a cliff on a word, and it's like, ah, there's the whole word. So if the word's yeah. sanctimonious, I'm like,
3: sanctimonious! woo
2: Yeah. You know?
5: I mean, what about all those things that you read where they would take they'll take the first and last letter and leave them the same, and then jumble up all the middle letters? What if you just bolded the first letter and the last letter? I don't know. Maybe that would work. Oh, maybe we should try that. I don't know what that would. You never. It's. (laughs) It's. You have to research it to find out, right? That's the whole point. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. No. No. I get it. There may even be just a really simple principle of composition happening here. So, like in uh, in art uh, art studies, you learn about composition and flow, and flow can differ in different cultures. Like the flow, uh, the direction of flow is different, say, in a lot of Japanese work as a pair, as, as opposed to Western work because they, not just in their books but in other art forms, tend to go from uh, right to left and we tend to go from left to right. And so if you're creating a painting and you want to kind of have a flow to it, you have to think of these things and sometimes that flow means big object, small object, it's like alliteration in words even where it's just like you flow easily into the next thing and I think well, see, starting with a big fat bold letter for me anyway starts the flow and the flow just, is almost like a to funnel. me you
5: just you just opened up a whole nother can of worms in terms of why I feel like this might not be very plausible mm. and that is that bolding the left hand side the first couple letters in a in a word like that is very culturally specific
2: Yeah. Um, oh, yeah for sure
5: it's uh in in Eastern or in writing that go does go right to left, this has gotta be like the wouldn't you have to do it differently? Mm-hmm. Um if, oh, for what certain, about yeah. what about languages? Japanese like,
3: where the letters go down and stuff like yeah, that. And, yeah,
5: and in those ones where you're using um glyph alphabets, you know, like that represent whole words. <laughs> yeah like that's How is that totally different? And what that means, if you would have to do it differently for different languages and different cultural setups for how how information is expressed textually, then that absolutely means that this is not inherent in in our in our brains. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. I don't even
2: think that that well, maybe that is their claim. But I think I think my assumption is this is for English (laughs) Like, this works because our alphabet, our 26-letter alphabet, and the way it lays itself out, and the way our words are constructed, that's why it works. And if they were all using that, it would work for them, but they're not.
5: That it somehow patches the English language to make it more... A little uh, bit, yeah. Because it's a
2: complicated language anyway. A a proper sentence is... Four 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 or whatever the frick that one is. I forget what it is, <laughs> but we're, we're, we're it's so weird, like the way yeah. we construct words and, um, the, the the concept that you could take any of these things. Like, there's probably a different, whole different concept or approach to the way you would do Japanese characters, but it wouldn't involve bolding. It would involve something else. Like, a I don't know what it <laughs> right. would be, but the right. idea is that it would be specific to the language model. Right. At least that's my. From what I can tell, and you're right, none of this is studied, so who knows? It's all guesswork, but it's where the logic takes me anyway. Um, I'd love to see a study about this because I just think it's fascinating.
5: Yeah, and I think it's it's definitely should be done. So anybody, any scientists in this field that are out there, you should uh, you should get on that. (laughs) Yeah, get on that. Get it going.
2: If you're doing, if you're doing, do it. Yeah, Egyptian hieroglyphics. Uh, How do you bold those? That's a weird idea. Anyway, well, Bobby, uh, as always, good to have uh, you here and your voice here and all of this discussion. Tell people where they can get all around science and what you guys are discussing coming up.
5: Yeah, all around science is the podcast that me and my co-host Maura do. You can get that on everywhere. Just look for all around science or go to allaroundscience.com. dot uh, com. We this past week we t- we actually did a mailbag episode, our first mailbag episode. We started to get some some. Questions piled up, and there were a lot of dark energy questions. People were really interested in dark energy. Ooh, dark energy. I like it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So, we talked a bit about that and some other things. Um, I, and th- that, that episode's already out. Next week, I guess I'm going to talk about what I was going to talk about until you, you piqued my interest with this bionic reading stuff, <laughs> um, which is, uh, about the James Webb Space Telescope. Oh, and yeah. There's been a lot of, for the past week, been talking about this, uh, this thing where they found a bunch of galaxies from the very beginning of our universe that are way bigger than they should than they that they feel like they should have been like galaxies shouldn't have been able, as big as our milky way from like 500 million years after the big bang and it seems way like almost 100 times faster than they should have been able to form so it's a really interesting new physics maybe and so i'll talk about that on next week's show um so check it out all around science that's right go check it out because it's good okay it's very
2: good <laughs>
3: science we've determined we've 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 uh, studies have come back and said science is good
2: damn science is good i think we have now i'm gonna hang up on bobby we're gonna find out if it, it makes discord fart or not okay here we go bye okay. bobby all right he's gone nope we're good wait yep are, are we good We, it's not good. Okay, now we're back. What did you do? It did nothing. It just reboot. It
3: itself weird.
2: Discord's weird, man. For a second, it looked like it was okay, but then it went blank. And maybe next
3: next time, let's have him turn off his video first. Yeah, might be might
2: be that. Maybe it's just farting on that. I don't know. Can't figure it out. We need science on that, Bobby. Tell us the science (laughs) of
3: that. How do we? test
2: uh real quick before we get out of here we got a turo comment
3: yeah let's talk about it
2: and he says uh there he it's not he it's a she it's leslie logan's yeah
3: yeah Yeah.
2: love her so i just want to comment on something brian said uh when uh, talking about turo on yesterday's episode he mentioned the idea of somebody renting a tesla as an alternative to test driving one my husband chris totally did that he rented a Tesla anytime we needed to take a long drive anywhere or needed a rental after flying somewhere. By the time his Model Y arrived in December, we already knew everything about it. It came in white, uh, but he got it wrapped in Rams blue.
3: <laughs> wow, that's dedication right there. Yep. Um, yeah, that's that's uh, such a cool idea, and, and I might have to um, think about that for my next car. Uh, but uh, yeah, it looks like... Some, so I had my... My, put my car up on Turo on Sunday morning. Yeah. Basically finished getting all the photos done and edited. Had to kind of clean, do some photo retouching to just make it look like, you know, uh, look like there weren't water droplets all over it and things like that. <laughs> sure. Um, take the lift signs out of the window.
2: <laughs> yeah. Good idea.
3: Because I was too lazy to take those out before I took photos. And um, put it up on Sunday morning and yesterday afternoon got my first Toro rental agreement which is uh, somebody picking it up tomorrow and bringing it back to me on Sunday. So talk about your trial by fire. It's going to be like a technically a uh 96 hour rental, is that right? For is that 24 hour?
2: Oh, I see. Right. Wheels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, you'll, uh
3: you're
2: going to find out uh,
3: Yep, exactly. So I'm going to see what this whole thing is uh, is about. And yes, uh, Katrina's Carousel. I am absolutely nervous about this. Although I looked up, did some research on the guy who's renting it, and he's got a bunch of uh, uh, every review from from people he's rented from as positive. So
2: okay, yeah. All right, so it's not going to be like those guys in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, where they take the. Uh,
3: I know. Or- that's what country do you think this is? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Um, I'm sure hoping. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, they
2: have the huge insurance like, policy that they cover you with, right? They do, yeah. I mean, yeah. really,
3: really good insurance policy through Turo. And um, I definitely need to make some adjustments because I'm looking at other people's Turo, their other uh, cars around the same as mine. And they're like, oh, yeah, here's a cleaning fee that we're adding. Here's a this fee. Here's a that fee. It's like, oh, yeah, I need to do all those things. Oh, right interesting. Now, he got in before I really figured things out. And so he's getting a screaming deal, but I need to uh, um, need to add in all those those extras for him.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no kidding, dude. Now you get to nickel and you get to be Vegas. You get to do resort fees, basically.
3: I do exactly. Yeah, you want you want a free newspaper? That's going to be an extra eight dollars.
2: Yep, (laughs) yep. Welcome to resort fee town. That's fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right.
3: Uh, Crazy Turkish. It took me. Like if I already had the photos if you if you don't count the time it takes to get the take photos of your the outside and a couple shots of the inside of your car, the whole thing maybe took me half an hour 45 yeah. minutes to set up no big deal I don't even have to like with Lyft I have to go take my car to a a place that can do a um, uh, evaluation on it an inspection uh, not with Turo. Mm. it's like hey
2: boop. <laughs> you're all set. Did they give you, uh, Um, uh did they have to approve you? Like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like they have to kind look of. at your back. They have to
3: do background check or any of that? They or? did a background check on me. Yeah. Just to make sure I wasn't a, uh, um, wasn't doing, you know, make, make sure that I don't have like a bunch of car, stolen car felonies or something in my background.
2: Yeah. You don't have Pinkman, yeah. uh, blue meth in the backseat or something. Weird exactly. Like that.
3: Exactly. Yeah. But so when I buy my next car, I'm, probably not going to trade in the Soul. I'll just keep the Soul on Turo, depending on how well, the, how well it does. well i does, my we own car, just, and then I'll We have were the, just
2: thinking uh, about this. But then, don't you always have to take that car to wherever it needs to go, or do they come now, to you?
3: He's coming. he's coming to pick up the car from me, which is one of the nickel-and-dimey kind of things I'm going to add. I will deliver it to the airport and pick it up from the airport, but it's going to be an extra fee to do that. And it's easy for me because they... Um, uh, I, there's a light rail I can take that gets me 90% of the way back home. But um, you can set it up so that they don't come to your house, but that they come to a parking lot near your house so that they don't see um, – uh, so they don't know exactly where you live.
2: Interesting. Okay.
3: Yep. Well, yeah.
2: guinea pig in it for the rest of us. I like it.
3: Totally guinea pig in it. Yep. Yeah.
2: Getting that guinea in the pig. Uh, all right. Well done. Hey, tonight, 3.30 Mountain Time, uh, we're doing an all things Star Fox episode of Play Retro, me and Dunaway. So uh, you didn't hear it announced yesterday because we didn't have a show. So that'll be today, 3.30 Mountain Time, me, Dunaway, and all the Star Fox you can eat, uh, starting with the SNES original all the way up through its uh, current iterations, or at least we'll discuss those. But uh, yeah, how influence- influential was the stupid talking uh Uh, Fox. Well, you'll find out later
3: today. Do a barrel roll. Do a barrel roll. (laughs) That was my favorite.
2: Uh, (laughs) It was good. SNS didn't have voices, I guess, right?
3: No, no, that was Slippy Toad.
2: Freaking Slippy Toad.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Slippy Toad.
2: Such a dumb name. Uh, All right. I want to thank everybody for their patronage this month. We're about to roll over into a brand new month, and it's a perfect time for you to get in. Speaking of which, later today, I'm going to be giving a pair of random patrons uh, of the top two levels of our Patreon are getting very cool packages in the mail. And will it be you? Well, it could be if you signed up before I get over there. There's a chance. Okay. So get in now and you could be random. Again, it's the top two tiers is where I'm aiming this week. But i uh, going to send you a nice little mystery frog pants package. And there won't be anything be. weird in there. All right. It won't be like... <laughs> <laughs> a dead animal or something it'll all be fine. gross yeah it'll all be i dead.
3: can't believe they're gonna get a prize and not have to do anything extra holy cow yeah they don't awesome. have to do
2: crap all you have to do is just be a patron so do you want to be that patron get in there uh, and i'll do it later today patreon.com slash tms you'll never get ads you get pre-show content every day you get couch parties on the weekend art in the mail play dates, and much much more Go read about it at patreon.com slash TMS. And a reminder, make sure you join our Frog Pants Discord, where TMS is, of course, a uh, bunch of channels for TMS in there, as well as the Vegas channel and other stuff. Please, please be in there if you haven't yet. And if you're like, I don't even know how Discord works. It's not that hard. <laughs> Just get in you'll be all set. It's all easy. It's free. Frogpants.com slash Discord. Okay? So go in there and get in there. Uh, that's it for today, I think. <laughs> Brian, you got
3: anything else? I have got nothing else. I have oh. a song. I have a song, Scott. Oh, shit.
2: Song. Song. You should play the song then.
3: Okay. Uh, well, somebody you you know wrote in and said, if you're reading this on the date that I've requested it, then you've probably just talked to me about some cor- some sort of amazing science topic. Well, uh, what you probably didn't notice was all the subtle hints I made that it was my birthday today. Oh, yeah, we, we know. We, yeah. Oh, you, yeah. you walked into the, uh, <laughs> the tadpole, uh, the chat, and we all knew. Yep. Uh, I'm 39 years old today, and as I'm nearing the age of 40, I'm trying not to bother myself with thoughts of getting older. I'm determined to enter my 40s kicking and screaming my way back into my youthful 20s. I'm a big Weezer fan, and there's a song on their Pinkerton album that embodies this kicking and screaming mentality pretty well. It's called... The Good Life. Might be a stretch to find a cover of that song, but if anyone can do it, it's Brian Ibbett. If you can't find that, then any cover of a Weezer song from the Blue Album would be great. Something like My Name is Jonas or Buddy Holly or something. Anyway, love you guys. I look forward to another year of working with the two of you. I'm sorry, with the two of my podcasting heroes. Oh, shut up. Favorite people <laughs> and friends. You guys are the best. <coughs> Bobby. I threw <laughs> that in there for his kid. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah no, I get it. Everybody's happened.
2: got yeah. a cough. Yeah, I get it. That's good. Yep. I like exactly.
3: <laughs> Um, you're sweet, Bobby. Thank you. And happy birthday. I hope yep. you have a fantastic day. Uh, come on a cover of the good life. I have three, I had three to choose from in my library already without even doing any, any hunting. And, uh, uh, this was my favorite of the three. This is, this come, almost feels like if Kate Bush covered Weezer. Oh, there's a weird. very Kate Bush feel to this this is the song The Good Life by Weezer covered by Xylos from the Engine Room Recordings presents a tribute to Weezer from 2012 here is Xylos.